You can support this show at patreon.com slash ASA podcasting. I was going to go to town, Mac Daddy. Welcome to the 432nd edition of the Fallout Feed. I am Andrew, joined by a flock of my favorite Fallout folks. Tonight, we've got Ray. What's up, Ray? Hello, hello. Also, Jess. What's up, Jess? 430 seconds. This is going to be our fastest show ever. 430 second. All right. Countdown. Go, guys. Also, we've got (laughs) Pip-Boy Steve, returning all-star. What's up, Steve? Hey, Kiora, everybody. Kia or uh, Steve. It's not, I know it's not Kia or it's Kia. You got to run them together. Kiora, Steve, welcome to the show. Uh, if everybody knows Steve from being our awesome IT guy for the podcast who does all of our awesome Pip-Boy random character generators, you can find on our website by going to asapodcasting.com and clicking through the Fallout feed art there. Take you down, find all of our random character generators. And all of our season schedule. Tonight we are wrapping up the Fallout 4 Survival Mode Roundtable. And we are the show who compares and contrasts Fallout experiences through a lively roundtable discussion by playing through the same quests with characters who have been randomly assigned drastically different attributes. So welcome everybody. Tonight, we'll get through our gameplay a little bit off the top of the show. I expect a little bit of Starfield chatter, perhaps. Quests. We are now ending the Nuka World portion of the roundtable with Home Sweet Home. And Power Play. Steve will give us a rundown of his achievement run. Let us know how that's been going. We've also got a good deal of Iguanabits for the first time in a while. So get into a little bit of news from the Fallout world. So stick around, everybody, and let's have a good old time tonight. Hey, Steve, did you get a chance to play any video games this week, sir? I did play some video games this week. It's, pr- uh, it's pronounced Vidya. Come on. Vidya. Vidya games. Yeah. Um, I've been playing well on my phone. You know what? I've been playing a little bit of a game called Marvel Snap. I might have mentioned it before. Absolutely. It's kind of like Magic and Hearthstone. Yeah. But with Marvel characters. Um, the game is fun when you relax and have fun and don't worry about winning so much because there is a, a like a ranking thing because you can only play against other people, but it's just fun to uh, get out there and do it. And um, so I have like this Thanos and death deck. Death is a character and it's a card and I named it Thanos and death for forever. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Are you an old school comic book guy? Did you read comics yeah. back in the yeah. 80s and whatnot? Yeah, I am. I, I, I'm like many, many guys in the, in the eighties and nineties were, were buying up a lot of comic books. Um, I didn't keep up a physical collection much, much into the nineties, but, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did a lot of reading comic books. Well, um, Moses was interested in reading some of the backstory when 
the whole um what uh, what are those two end game and the the two like avengers movies that were Inf- like uh, infinity war infinity war and end game he's really interested in that source material and i never read comic books much as a kid well i read donald duck and mm-hmm. mickey mouse comic books i never really read marvel and and dc and and dark horse or whatever i don't even know when dark horse came around um but uh so we got the graphic novel of the like the Infinity War Endgame stuff, and he was just like, "What is going on here?" And I was like, "Yeah, this is nothing like any of the movies are like, buddy." It's like, <laughs> so it's pretty amazing to see like Adam Warlock and his representation in those. He's such a huge character in, in that story, but he wasn't even mentioned in Endgame or in any of that. You know what I mean? But then he pops up all of a sudden in Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and you're like, "Right, what is happening here? <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah, that, that whole I really cosmic love, area of, of Marvel. I'm glad you yeah. mentioned Thanos. He's one of our favorites. Mo-, Mo and I really like Thanos a lot. Yeah. And um and then I've been playing Starfield. No, nobody has. Yeah, huh? you too. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I'll look forward to hearing about that too. But but Marvel Snap. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a mobile oh, yeah. game. It's a. It is a mobile are, game. Are you really into it? Like, is it something you can pay without playing? With I mean, play without paying. Oh. Okay, yeah, you can be a whale if you want, but I haven't put a dime into it, and I've been having a hell of a lot of fun. I've been playing it for months, um, and so I, yeah, you you get new characters. Like I love, I have Rogue, and she steals other characters' powers, so um, it's cool. Oh, I love sending her out to go, to go and um, and mess with the other people. That's cool. And then I have a Legion card, which is cool. So do you know who Legion is? Uh, there was a show about it that was a, oh was yes a cool, I, I definitely weird, watched the show. show it was super trippy with david yeah. yeah that was pretty awesome actually yeah so that's based on legion who is charles xavier's son and he has like crazy mind abilities and um and so i use my legion deck to copy and move the lands around and make crazy things happen it's like um it's like magic commander except it's just like 20 card 20 card commander there you go so make some crazy shit happen so i didn't even um, know it was a card based game like a digital uh trading card kind of game yeah like magic or something okay yes exactly like Hearthstone or magic um those type of competitive build a deck and so you build like a super team or but it, there's bad guys too you know all of them and they have and also one of the thing is that there's a lot of interesting cool art so you can have multiple different kinds of art for the cards. Like I have a Jim Lee Cyclops, right? So Jim Lee was known for doing a lot of um, X-Men art in the ni- in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I have an alternative Cyclops art card by him. But also um, I was, I had you noted, oh, I have a Sunspot variant. That's my, one of my favorite. And um and it's by the pencils are by Dan Moria and color by Marcio Menez. So it's cool. The artists are getting credit on the card game. Um, 
I don't know if they're getting finally right. I would would hope so. I would I would hope so, because that's a big part of it. And a lot of the artists who do things for other collectible trading card games uh, like Magic in particular, you know, um, they've become pretty well known. And I assume make a living off that or at least part of it. Yeah. So. So, yeah, because it's Marvel, there's a lot of cool art and um, and it plays well. So anyways, yeah, and I haven't put a dime into it. So it's really fun. That's good good to know. It's always I recommend it. And I'm asking partly because we'll be talking about some mobile games later during Iguana Bit. So, yeah. And there is a random, you know, randomly you get stuff like not everybody's going to get a Thanos card right off the bat to play with because you have to like play a lot but it keeps rewarding me and i've been playing for months and i haven't run out of things to get so <laughs> that's awesome speaking yeah. of words you mentioned starfield do you want to get into <laughs> it i'm sure you'll drag us all into the conversation with this except for andrew uh, most likely because he's a very upsetting note in the notes tonight i knew that oh, was I, know. Andrew. I was like what maybe we should address that i don't, uh, I don't know sure. i don't want to get into it i'm too hurt. he wants to save it <laughs> too hurt okay uh, steve um steve right before you continue sorry uh, you used a term yeah, sure. and i can gather its meaning from context but you said um be a whale in context with the game <laughs> yeah so yeah. a whale <laughs> i can gather its meaning from context but could you explain that just a little bit Sure. So my understanding of being a whale in games is having lots and lots of dis- disposable income to to spend on games, like thousands of dollars. If I wanted to put thousands of dollars into, I don't know, actually, if you could put thousands in, but maybe put into Marvel Snap, but there are games out there you can, then, then you're a whale. It's like in a Shelter, if I wanted to buy all of the lunchboxes and pets and, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. I really, I gathered that. Wh- whales are people who kind of spend like a couple, you know, hundreds of dollars or sometimes more. But the truth is a lot of people on free to play games, you know, they maybe buy a pack or two like in their entire time playing uh, and resist mostly. But then there are whales who put in money after money after money. I'm trying to think if I've ever been a whale on a game because there are a couple I put distressingly too much money into. Um, but yeah. Like what? Yeah, there's what, some- what mobile game would you have dropped the most on? Well, that's what I'm trying to think, because I feel like there's one that I maybe have put over $100 into. Um, but like Pokemon Go, you would buy things occasionally. But I wouldn't like I wasn't a whale on that one, but I spent a little bit. Um, Is there a culture you around? You can with Fallout Shelter for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was given a gift card for like, you know, an Apple gift card or whatever, and I People were, you know, expecting me to go buy songs or videos or whatever, and uh, I totally dropped the whole damn thing on, on pet crates and, and lunchboxes and Fallout <laughs> Shelter. <laughs> it's like, thanks, Mom. I'm going to get a dog that'll let me have a 30% higher chance of having twins. She's like, what? <laughs> Don't, never was- mind. It'll be great. I just remember there was a mobile game called Clash Royale, which is not Clash of Clans, uh, but a little bit similar. And I probably put $100 into that over the course of the two years that I was playing it a little bit too much. It's, you know, it's slow. It's subtle. It's like if you're having fun with it and you're playing most mornings, you know, for like 20 minutes or whatever, it doesn't seem that bad to drop 10 in every once in a while. And the next thing you know, it adds up. Absolutely. Oh, um, I meant to say there. there's not really like um, a way to, team up and play 
uh, how can I say it? There is a way to team up and play, but you have to like exchange information. So if anybody wants to play Marvel Snap on uh, online, get it, get a hold of me on Discord. There you go, and we can play Marvel Snap. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Andrew's gonna check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. And I just it just um, t- it took me ten minutes, I, but I finally just got oh snap! Yeah, that's a whole Marvel thing. I the Thanos snap. I ju- I just got that. <laughs> oh no, it that's not me, the reference, is it? Took me a few minutes to get the snap <laughs> thing. Uh, I um I thought of a tie-in Fallout reference uh with Marvel Snap. I totally overlooked it. Um, the way I heard about it was in that Todd Howard interview with the uh, Lex guy that he did um on that yeah lex friedman yeah lex friedman podcast that todd howard was doing lex asked you know what what are you playing on your phone and he said have you heard of marvel snap and i was like oh what's that and so that's where i went and got it and that makes sense i i've heard it referenced on a few of my regular video game podcasts um just you know the, some of the general gaming ones where people say yeah so i you know put money into marvel snap again or i yeah i've been playing marvel snap yeah. again a lot so <laughs> you know you're definitely not alone on that it seems like it's been really popular the last year or two yeah um, but other than that is starfield playing starfield <laughs> one there... character sorry go ahead straight only one character I haven't started, another character at all, just one. That's so Jim weird. Jones, I named him. <laughs> or James Jim, Jones. Jim Jones, oh no. Not Jim Jones, not the not the um flavor guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not John Jones, the Martian Manhunter, all that would work. Not Jan Johns, the voice actress, although that would be cool. Jim Jones, <laughs> the cult leader. <laughs> yeah. He uh went to my college, you guys. Wait, really? That's <laughs> one of my claims <laughs> to fame. Uh, he was from Fountain City, Indiana, which was you know ten minutes from Earlham College in Richmond, Indiana. And uh, yeah, so I've got a small connection to good old Jimmy Jones. Sorry, aside. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Tell us about <laughs> your uh, your your uh, your Starfield cult. Um, you start starting a cult, yeah. I assume. Uh, no, 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 not no, at no, all. No, not a culty guy. He's more. Um, yeah, I wish I could um, almost go back and change the traits or whatever. But then again, not. I, I like what I picked, but then I also I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I could change it up. This He's is why uh, people make the... other characters, by the way. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. So he's from the Free Star Collective, um, and he's a member of the Church of Enlightenment. And other than that, there's no record of him. So those Very are my nice. three traits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and um, you're enjoying? How far are you in Starfield? How how long have you played at this point? I know we're not getting too many story spoilers, although it's been out two weeks now, three for early access, so we can get a little bit you know, more detailed. Yeah, um, total played 111 hours. Holy cow, muffins! <laughs> now, did you get early access when when you played too? You did, right, with us? I did. Yeah, I okay. got the early access, the full what so five days or whatever in three weeks. That's an average of 38 or so hours a week. That's pretty impressive. Is it? Yeah, I mean, not that you wanted to know that, but yes. <laughs> did anybody get that pack with the um, the cool? Well cool quote unquote the the little watch thing 
the communicator, the oh, the constellation edition that came with the watch. Yeah, I tried so, to purchase that right off the bat, but they were sold out almost immediately. So I didn't have, I couldn't put an order in for that. But I, there were a couple I, of people in our group who did get it. I think I know a lot of people who did. Yeah, a number of friends have. So I, I've seen and I've heard good things on the watch. You know, the watch is great if you wear one. Um, it may not be as good right. as an Apple watch or what have you if you're one that already had a smartwatch. But if you're used to wearing yeah. a regular watch, it's an upgrade. It does watchy stuff. The watch face is cool. Well, I um, started a new job recently and have found out just through this course of the short week that we just had that it might be good to have a watch on my wrist instead of being constantly having to dig out my phone to see the time because it's a giant facility and there's no clocks on the wall anywhere. And I have oh. to be in like a clean suit and stuff sometimes where it's annoying to have to like unzip, get into your clothes, find a pocket, pull out your phone, take off your gloves. It's like a whole process where it'd just be a lot easier just to look at my wrist, you know. Why are there no um, clocks in facility? Because it's a clean room? Um, I think I, it's just a, an upstart company still and they just haven't everything set in stone 100% the way. You know, they don't want I, clock watchers. The, yeah, they don't want people sitting there wasting time looking at you know. No, they don't want windows, so you're not <laughs> daydreaming and looking at the clock. And blah, blah, blah. I don't, yeah. I don't actually know if that's true or not. Uh, yeah, the the watch is nice, but it's uh, it's set to New Atlantis time, and so oh, fuck, it never really, it never gives it got a good time for Earth. Got a forty two hour day, and then like nine <laughs> days in a week, and like you know. Just like a year is actually 418 days, not 360. It's all fucked up, right? That would be brilliant if you could switch the mood, for sure. I, I do love how, how the time varies. But sorry, Steve. Back to back to Jimmy John's. <laughs> um, Jimmy John's. I've been playing on mostly <laughs> Freaky Fast. Was it extra hard? Hard? Extra hard? Very, Whatever oh it is, hard. the highest level. Are you a glutton? Very hard. Um, uh. No, just enjoying it. Um, ever since Fallout 4 Survival, I, I was looking for that kind of, you know, yeah. harder challenge. Mm -hmm. um, I'm still not finding it that challenging. I'm hoping they come out with like a survival Starfield. That would be I'm awesome. sure I mean, they will. I mean, you're gonna well, have there to will be a mod for it. I eat square meals and literally square meal four square meals three square meals yeah, a day. yeah. Or, or eight chunks a day eight chunks a day minimum plus fuel your starship well a I'm day sure it's coming because they've done them so much last recently a chunks day is 42 hours so you got to eat more meals than normal 49 actually no 49 hours <laughs> chunks was such a hilarious addition um all the food coming in cubes yeah i want to get i want to get a chunks hat that just would be funny like the one in the game i, I want to wear one of those around that'd be really cool they're probably selling them uh, but that's the gear right now what i mean they're coming one? up with some with some cool items so. what was this like the trucker hat or something i think it said chunks across the front <laughs> that mm. is cool i love that <laughs> and that book reading it constantly my life chunk by chunk from the founder of chunks I'm his name, though. is it brian have you read the book yet that is the best His book biography. title ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to read it now. Is there uh, actual content to it? I mean, you know, that's yeah, an interesting thing. Most of the thing. books are a page or two. Yeah, you don't get more than like two pages. Not that like, you know, like I've got a bound, I've got bound editions of a lot of the Skyrim books behind me. I mean, there are Skyrim books like Real Baron's Eye or something that go on yeah. forever. And these the lusty don't. Argonian. <laughs> that's actually pretty short. <laughs> Plenty of time, though. 
but I have like yeah. 38 copies of it on my bookshelf for some reason in the game. Yeah, they they aren't in depth books, and um, Bethesda really went with an interesting um, aesthetic for uh, the 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 game. They didn't go for too realistic, but they did have enough realism in there. You know, they've got to try and either you can't quite cross that um uncanny valley bridge just yet <laughs> at least in a game like this they couldn't so keep it to an aesthetic which is nice um i turned the film grain off on mine i helped found that helped my aesthetics quite a bit turning the film grain off i dropped it to like 0.4 for a while but i i too turned it off a couple days ago a lot of people are saying, you know, if you want the best image, turn off film grain and, you know, turn off depth of field. Or We've all got our preferences on that. I kind of like depth of field and I usually hate motion blur, but motion blur is really subtle in this one. So it's not bothering me. I think I kept all my graphics settings. Um, other than that, though. Other than film. film yeah. yeah. And you're playing on PC, right? So you have a lot more. And I'm playing on PC. Yeah. So he's going through and doing. Um, some questing he's become a, a ranger at one point and that was fun and um i'm flying around in the razor leaf have you guys talked about that ship yet you can get that ship through a quest and follow it and it's kind of fun because it's kind of superhero-y we only bit, hinted at maybe. it. We only hinted at it last week and so you know we want, don't want to get too into the details but yeah exactly are- i know are interested, yeah, Razor Leaf and is connected to a quest called the Mantis. And I think that's probably enough to enough to share. But it's cool, right? So I'm flying that one, but I modified it. Can I talk about modifying a ship? Oh, Ray would be <laughs> very unhappy if you didn't. <laughs> oh, I struggled with getting that in, um, interface, the uh, figuring it out, going up and down and left and right and replacing pieces and realizing that um, stuff in the shop, the way you maneuver around the menus, it's not that intuitive, is it? You really got to no. play with it. Yeah, um, and um, <laughs> I, I just recently uh, figured out how to change things in place. Um, so... And it was the one that I did it on was the razor leaf. Um, so it comes with that armory. Um, mm-hmm. And I had no use for the armory. So um, I, I swapped it out without taking the piece out. Um, so there's a way you can negotiate through the menu um, to replace it with another habitation. You know, so it has to be the same two by one. Um, type hab, but uh, you can yeah. change the type. It seemed to me that I could do that with those type hab units when I would use, and I'm on PC, so the control key to get like an alternate menu on when I had the piece selected, but that seemed to be kind of like the only piece I could do that. Then I could like switch through the couple different types. But if I tried to do it with like an engine part, it wouldn't do it. When right. I yeah. Would hit the control so button. it has to be something. If when you pull the item up in the menu and it has different variations, so it has the little bars underneath. 
um, you know, that shows you that you can tap through the, uh, you know, the different uh, types. Um, yep. th- those are the things that you can switch. Um, so, um, you know, there's, there's a little bit of that in a few different, but Habs are the biggest one. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I had a piece of cake with this building stuff. It's, I'm just <laughs> snap it together and go, you guys. Well, yeah, I don't yeah. know what you're trying to figure out over there. Yeah, it took us all a couple hours, like we've discussed on the last couple episodes. You know, Ray and I both really got into it, but it is not super intuitive. Oh, Ray, I don't know if you saw, but we figured out how to do the thing you were describing on PC, where you click on a junction point. And oh, the contextual menu? Yeah. So if you go to a junction point and you hover over it on yours, what do you do? Do you right click on it or something? Uh, no, you just hover over the spot and then hit the add button. Um, so okay. for us, it's a G. Mm-hmm. And then that'll bring up uh, all the different parts that will connect to that spot. Right. So it only shows the ones that will connect on yeah. console. We tried after the show last week because we, we talked shipbuilding for a little while after the show last week. And we couldn't get it to work, but uh, it was discovered that if you hold both triggers and then press A on it to activate it, that's when it'll go. So you put you depress both triggers, hit A, mm. and then it only gives you a contextual list. So it's yeah. in there. Now yeah. there's absolutely no <laughs> no dialogue no about direction, that. Like, right? Hundred percent, no way to know that yeah. it was discovered. Well, and that's the thing with PC; it doesn't tell you that either. But if you you know if you happen to be hovering over it, um, and it's just, the place that I noticed it was. Um, you know, I was trying to attach a shield, mm-hmm. uh, but I was over a junction point that wouldn't take a shield. And so I'm like, you know, well, why, you know, and so, you know, I clicked on it and, and all of a sudden the, you know, the, the list of things that'll fit on there. I'm like, Oh, holy crap. That's just, it's a really cool thing. A really cool thing. One of many things that I wish there was a little bit more instruction for. Yeah. But your shipbuilding with the razor leaf, how's that going, Steve? Well, I I, I have a qu- it's going pretty well. Um, I do have a question of how I can move the ladder inside. Oh well, Oof. let me tell you that. <laughs> oh yeah, Ray can probably describe it a little bit. But this is such a thing. So uh, on Reddit, on our Starfield, but there's also there's already a pretty good Reddit group for shipbuilders in particular. Uh, it is such a thing. There are people who is their it? only goal is designing ships without ladders. Like I have made a ship without any ladders, and sometimes they're even like two level ships without ladders because they they manage to navigate using the couple of. Uh, the the cockpit that allows you to go up and down but it has to do with arrows and i haven't figured it all out myself i just kind okay. of like ray was describing <laughs> trying different configurations and seeing what it looks like after you exit like save you know do your thing exit how does it look because depending on where they connect where the ladder pops in or where the door pops in you can lose an entire unit like you might have a wall that has like this really cool little science but you're like oh i love it you put a hab next to it that's where it decides to make a doorway or a ladder and you lose it and yep. that's no good so Ray, I think you know a little bit more about this, or figured out some through experimentation. Uh, so the um, so a couple of things. One is if if you use the contextual menu. So if you hover over, you know, uh, the spot, and you select a habitation unit, um, mm-hmm. you'll notice that as you scroll through the different habitation units, um, some of them will, you know, will snap. Um, 
on top of the, you know, uh, directly on top of the, uh, the lower habitation unit. Mm -hmm. But some of them will snap only one spot to one spot. And so it'll be staggered. And that's because um, that's where the ladder is. Uh, and so if, you know, you can, you can slot it there and then physically, you know, with the mouse, move it. Um, but now you've, you know, screwed up the connection point um, and can end up with, with two units, but you can only get into one of them. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. They should, at, they should at the least always make sure they all connect. If I don't no, care which sure way my two-by-one HAB unit is facing, can I just take it and spin it and put it back in? No. They don't let you no. spin anything. That is one of my biggest complaints with the game, the lack of spinning. Shoot. You can flip, you know, if some things flip, <laughs> but they don't mm. really spin, at least not deliberately. Yeah, but that's uh yeah, so uh it it can be kind of hard to see, but if you're looking at the you know, the habitation unit, um you'll see some of them are just uh circles with a dot in the middle. And some of them are circles with a dot with a little teeny tiny arrow. Um and that little teeny tiny arrow is the indicator of that's a passageway. And so if you connect oh. If you connect, um, you know, two units together on those top um, passageways, you have mm -hmm. to make sure that they both have the little arrow, um, because then that will that will make a it has a natural spot for a ladder and up you go. So when you hover over the hab and you press G to attach something, mm -hmm. uh, you can see the visible connection. So there's an arrow, and that'll be where where it connects. Yep. Okay, uh, cool. but you have to you have to kind of rotate so that you can see the underside of the one that you're trying to put on top. I am uh, I am on our Starfield ships right now. That's the Reddit group I was talking about. Our Starfield ships. There's also our Starfield builder <laughs> yeah. because you know there's always multiple subreddits for the same thing. Oh, uh, yeah. But one thing that they're saying there is that the one by one hab always gets first priority for ladders in particular too. So if you want to make sure a ladder goes somewhere, if you put a one by one hab, it will be the ladder to that level. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then first. if you connect another one end to end on that, then mm. you've got a clean passageway. Exactly. So there'll be no ladders in the second one because the yeah. one by one is already connected. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, with the razor leaf. Uh, so one thing to note, that's an over-engineered chip. <clears throat> so it was, it was designed for looks. Um, and so you can delete. There's, there's two low powered heavy engines on the underside of the, uh, of the unit, yeah. uh, you can delete those and you'll actually gain mobility by deleting mm. those two engines. Um, and you can delete the back to landing gear uh, because those are overkill. There's, there's uh, with just the two front uh, landing gear, there's already enough thrust to, uh, to get that off the ground. Unless, of course, you load it up with stuff. Um, I've, all lo I've loaded it all up. If you've if you've added a bunch of cargo and put on extra habitation units and all that, then all bets are off. But if you want to just uh, turn the razor leaf into 
a, a jet fighter, uh, take those two lower engines off and take the two back um, thrusters mm-hmm. off. That lowers mm-hmm. your mass considerably, and so it becomes a much uh, more maneuverable ship. And reason- then while you're at it, uh, replace the uh, uh, the reactor. Is Razorleaf a reference to something that sounds super familiar to me outside of Starfield? Mm. I don't think so. It just sounds cool. Okay. But yeah. I, I'll, I'll look it up. Hey, yeah. I just discovered I changed, a new I thing. changed the name of it to Mantis Blade. Checking out the subreddit while we're podcasting because something you should never do because it's very distracting. Um, <laughs> on Hopewell Habs, if you put, you know how they're on under structure, there's those equipment plates that you can put on a regular joint to make it a an equipment joint so you can mount guns and stuff. Right. If you put those on the places you don't want a ladder on the Hopewell Habs, you can then put another one on top and only the one that's bare will be where the ladder goes. Okay. Clever. But I think it only works with Hopewell according to this post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did get through shipbuilding and i got the razor leaf all built up and kept it in uh, i did have a, a struggle with um i deleted my shield piece and then i put one that was too high powered and i didn't have a good enough reactor for it and so that, oh, yeah, yeah and, that but then i deleted mm-hmm. my my piece and so anyways so is that the way you just delete well, the old if one, you, old pieces. If you delete, yeah, but that deleted one is still in the the menu. Mm-hmm. So anything that yeah. you've deleted, you can still go back in there and put it back on. I put a different one on that looked better. There you go. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what we do, though, because the upgrade menu only shows the same kind of model or same make, and then you can choose like model above or below. Upgrade menu is very limited. Whereas if you just yoink it out and delete it, you can then put something else in there, the same shape. You get the whole panoply to choose from. And then like Ray's saying, if you don't like it, you can just, you know, it's like a buyback. And only it just kind of like tallies you up and only charges you when when you uh, check out. Also, Silior mentions in chat, uh, Bulbasaur used Razor Leaf, was one of his big Pokemon moves. And I think that's where you're thinking of, Andrew. It is no, a Pokemon no. move. I should have realized. Our good buddy just dropped in chat. Please. <laughs> Lee nailed it. I've never seen or watched a thing of Pokemon other than through Mo, who briefly got into it for a while. If you've ever watched The Mandalorian, Razor Crest was the name of the ship. Oh, and I haven't, but yeah, that makes sense then. Yeah, that's that was the the Mando's ship, and uh, so Lee, good call, bud. You nailed it. Yeah, so uh, one of the shipbuilding things that I bumped up against this week um, is, you know, I I've got. You know, so Cletus, my space trucker, um, he got, uh, you know, so he's got uh, four in piloting and four in starship design. And so I was going to go to town and and build this, you know, Mac Daddy, um, you know, ship. Impressive. The only problem was, is that he's only level 15. Oh, and some parts are level locked. It's not A just skills. A lot level. of parts are parts are level locked um so uh yeah so and the the parts that i really wanted uh these massive uh shipping containers um are unlocked at level 30 is there a power leveling method like if you would cheat in fallout 4 put it on super hard and then go to sanctuary and build ten thousand rubber mats 
to level up? Yes. Is there a power leveling thing in, in yeah. Starfield? <clears throat> the, the latest one is building spider camps. Wait, sp sp spider, spider camps? Spider camps? Yeah. Oh, because they're like super exciting. Yeah, so, oh, I don't because know. you're getting so, the XP from the, from the enemies? That is kind of fascinating. Uh, yeah, so you, you get these. They're, it's this one particular spider on this one particular planet that yeah. is worth like 300 XP every time you kill uh, it. Oh, wow. I mean, there is. I've been on a planet where like, uh, they're arachnid looking and they're worth a decent amount, but they're not worth that much. Yeah. That's amazing. And so you build a farm, right? Where you, you know, get with them. all the habitation units. And so you raise these spiders. You're killing your own pets. You're, and <laughs> because they don't fight back, it's, you know, that makes it even worse no. somehow. No. These, <laughs> are, <laughs> these aren't pets. These are working animals. Yeah. They're sheep that look at you lovingly with big doughy eyes, and they're like, "Papa, hello, Papa, I love you." Bam, 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 so bam. you know, so you. I'm get gonna have to look this up. Maxed, I would rather console maxed out farm, <laughs> and then you just go through and Those you know the poor babies. The thing you're paying for are the bullets. Are, can okay. you can you farm spiders for like the silk or no? They, it's not actually silk, but they're webbing yeah. or something. I mean, you or can what? you can build gaps where you can build, um, you know, a lot of little you know knickknacks, you know, adaptive frames and stuff yeah, like that, that, and get some you know leveling that way. My method: you, you you grab yourself an industrial workbench, you get a mine set up with beryllium and copper, so you can make yourself the uh, tau rheostats, whatever they are there. A beryllium agitator. Yes, yep. or some steel and aluminum, so you can make the adaptive frames, and you make them ninety nine at a time for one hundred and eight XP if you had a nap. And yeah, that is a you have to set up some resources. But I have, like I've mentioned before, I have a six outpost empire now, so mm -hmm. I get lots of resources. So nice. every once in a while, if I stop by, I can grab like five or six hundred XP just doing that, and also get some fat loot to sell over. Yeah, at the, but that that shop. pales in comparison to a to spider, spider farm. farms. I hardly think six outposts entails a empire. Jess, come on. Okay, well, it's getting there. I had eight briefly, but I deleted two. I only did them for the achievement. Is there a settlement beacon in, in these outposts? Can you recruit like weird space people to your outposts and stuff? Is that a thing? Yeah, you have to recruit them in person. But, ah. I mean, you know, you recruit them at bars. See, I like to pick up my settlers in bars, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Cantina Star Wars style, I hope. Exactly. Get the ape guy. Um, He's cool. If did you did you meet the guy in uh, Neon? I I hired him for a while. Which the one? Weird... There there are two colorful characters in Neon. Oh. I've heard. I haven't been there yet. I still haven't been to Neon. Oh, you haven't been there yet. Okay, oh. yeah, he's a he's a minor celebrity. He had a food critic blog for a while. I, I thought you meant he was really famous in the mining world for you know ore or something. But no, he's a. <laughs> No, he like helps your gastronomy or something. Um, but I just kind of hired him because he's weird and creepy, and I kept him around on my ship for a while. Anybody uh, gone down that avenue with the gastronomy? Because I was kind of like, when I saw that that was one of the perks, I was like, who the fuck would ever? But like, people love to role play, so I didn't know if someone would like do oh, like you know, a chef or whatever. But I was like, who is gonna? Are the benefits choose that? good enough? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's like, probably really? more of a role play thing. But I mean, there is a whole research tree 
based on it, you know, but yeah. even like the best food you can make, you only get what, 20, 30 HP. So it's not like it's a great alternative to stim pack or med packs. And the, yeah. the, that's probably six or seven characters from now. When they add mm -hmm. survival <laughs> yeah. mode, then that might be <laughs> worth it because then you'll have to be cooking and eating and sleeping and, you mm -hmm. know, taking care of diseases and all that sort of stuff and temperature fluctuations and yada, yada, yada. So when they add survival mode, then sure, I can see... The, cu the culinary aspect being important, but I just saw that as one of the traits. I'm like, really? Yeah. I've heard the Eventually, I'll get system. around to uh, doing a Beast Hunter. Um, and so that, that's in that one. Mm -hmm. so. Love the Beast Hunter. So, yeah. Not 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 the best track, most likely, but I mean, a number of the, a number of the tracks, a number of the traits, a number of the skills are a little bit more role play, but it's funny because I feel like the game is so deep that much like Fallout, as we go through, we'll find more uses for some of the skills. And oh, wait, this is actually mega powerful. Like, you know, maybe not like cranberry relish levels of powerful, but we might find powerful food combinations and activities. And yeah. you mentioned maybe, sleeping. Maybe you can cook something from your 300 XP spiders. Uh, right here you go. I've got your Beastmaster drop. Um, not only can you tame them, but you can also ride them. In an age when nature and magic rule the world, there is an extraordinary legend. The story of a warrior who communicates with animals, who fights sorcery and the unnatural. His name is Ray. Last of his tribe. He's also called <laughs> Beastmaster. Uh, now I'm going to have to get on that sooner than later. <laughs> I have no idea why I made that. What were you doing that I made that four years ago or whatever? <laughs> it was within the last year, but I don't know. God, that was a funny drop. But you have no idea how much I loved that show as a kid, though. That movie, it was it was a great Yeah. I, I vaguely remember. God, that's been so long since I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably had to do with No Man's Sky. Oh, definitely. That, it definitely did. That, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, that first part of the drop was from No Man's Sky. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I cut so, you, you know, off. we were talking Starfield. I know we got way off track here, shipbuilding <laughs> and this and that. But... <laughs> That's weird. Us get off track. But honestly, Steve, 111 hours or something so far. That's 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 a lot of Starfield. Uh, any highlights yeah. from your adventure you want to talk about? Like any awesome moments you really enjoyed or overall feelings on the game? Yeah, I think I'm level, what, 40 something now. And um, I've just been putting points in the very far left and the very far right so the very far left like into all these health benefits because of course i said i'm gonna get the running perk first right so mm -hmm. i i took a dive right to that fitness and um i put it in there and learned to level that up quickly so that i could run more run and so then i just kept putting in more points in there like you know i got some health regen and the phoenix one you know which kind of gives you did you get um, gymnastics I didn't that one, add gymnastics. That's the one that you level up by falling and hurting yourself. <laughs> I didn't add that one. And then I've been going in the tech tree for ships, for flying ships, doing taking targeting yeah, and, that, and shields. And um, yeah, because, um, oh yeah, I took uh, wanted as a trait. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. And so I, I constantly have these like guys coming to claim their bounty on me. Right. Is it um, is it constantly? Because I heard people took one that it wasn't that bad every couple hours, maybe, or is it a lot? It was at the <laughs> well, beginning. I get the uh, ship ones a lot. Yeah, uh, I, hardly, I don't. I think I've only had it one time where it's the guys on the ground. Um, but the ship is has happened so many times that there's a next level. Um, a next oh. level? Wow, so, you get guys on the ground? I've had a couple different levels in the sky. I don't think I've ever gotten guys on the ground. Yeah, I've only had that once. Now, in, so the, the bounty guys in the sky, they'll actually be um, other bounty hunters that will fight them for you because they want your bounty to because your bounty goes up <laughs> constantly and so you become a bigger and bigger you know uh target and so they're waiting for it to get up high enough uh that then they'll then you'll be worth their while to kill oh i think i have seen that situation once before you know the way i play is i do a lot of um running uh, but also like when i'm traveling i actually get in the ship i go to the sit down and then mm-hmm. i take off and i go into the Me sky too. and then i pick my direction and and then i go to it um and i don't because i know like from the ground you can't fast travel between planets if you've been to two right, right. if you've been to, if, if you've been been to two place, places if you want you and you're right within there. range Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like the whole experience traveling. So I get a lot of those um, procedurally generated mm-hmm. events that happen when I pop into a system. Yeah, um, those are great. The, some of them yeah. are, are really wonderful and some of them are mysterious. Like, yeah, I've, I've definitely got more of those recently. It, it also, it makes space feel bigger. People talk about the game feeling too small. Like, that. like if you actually go to space and you're orbiting the planet and then you open up the map and navigate the systems, it feels more like you're in space. Exactly. And and so I think maybe I'm I was because I do that so often, I do get those wanted bounties mm-hmm. popping yeah. up on me. Mm-hmm. Um, which I usually just pay them off, actually. Oh, gosh. I, I was at the beginning because I wasn't um doing any crafting or outposts or anything. I was just running and gunning with whatever I found on the run, you know. So I I, I was just kind of like I, I just had the frontier. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't fight anything and I didn't have any tech skills and so for a long time um which that's what I'm working on now um so I was paying off the bounties but yeah now I think now I just got my ship building up so I can take on some of those bounty guys and fight them yeah. but uh, and you know so so my number one tip once you reach level 8 um you gain access to the pb30s without any um without any perks um so you don't have to have anything in any of the shipbuilding um you know tech section and you can put the the pb30 uh, particle beams on your ship and with those and no other weapons um you know, you max the power out on them and you're, you, you can smoke anything that comes in because all the ships that come in, if you stay in, you know, the, the appropriately leveled solar systems, 
um, will be completely manageable with that uh, mm-hmm. um, that setup. Um, even if you're not really great at uh, at dog fighting, um, you know you can manage well with those. Have you tried the Vanguard Obliterators yet? Because I really yeah, but like so one number one, you have to have joined the Vanguard. And oh, number that is two, how you get them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And number two, 13,000 credits each. Oh, yeah. They're pricey. Okay. But here's the thing that I like about them. They're only two power for max power, right. yeah. whereas so you can the, the PB30s are three or four, aren't they? They're three. Yeah. yeah. So you can have four PB30s um, and you can have um, six obliterators. Yeah, or or you know just four obliterators, and if you want a couple ballistic on the side too, just helps with lower power. But, but those are those are amazingly fast firing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it costs an absolute crap ton. I think yeah. the PB thirties are like three or four thousand each, and these are thirteen thousand. Yeah, each. they are. They're really pricey. Um, I've been using a lot of Vanguard equipment. I thought it might be because I was in the Vanguard, but I didn't realize that was actually yeah. Yeah. What once you it. once you've uh, once you're officially in the Vanguard. It unlocks those parts. They also have those cool shields that are just that really low profile. Dope. Yeah, except for that Vanguard Bulwark one or whatever that costs like well, 12 power. Eventually, I'll be able to use that, though. Let me yeah. tell you, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I joined the Vanguard right away on this character because that's very much her. So I didn't even do shit building before I had that. So I didn't realize it was locked. Yeah, that's that's locked behind it. Now, the I'm PB doing a Vanguard storyline right now. It's oh, cool. really good. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm a little over halfway through it. So is Marigolds. Um, really, we're really enjoying it. PB 100s. Have you tried them, right? That's the upgrade um, to the PB 30. Yeah, they're they unlock at a much higher level. Okay. And there was actually something better that came up um, when I finally got to the point that I could build those. Um. So you're basically saying just starting ship whatever level PB 30s are. Easy to get. Well, once you get, you have to get to level eight. Mm-hmm. Level eight. Once you're okay. once you're at level eight, then you're good to go. And those will those will carry you um, for a long way. You'll you'll eventually want to add a bigger reactor so you've got more power to distribute. Um, but uh, yeah, the PV thirties are nice. If you can fully power them, um, then you can never run out of of juice i mean that's you, impressive they they constantly fire and they instantly recharge um so before you can before you can you know fire the next shot they've already recharged i'm sure andrew will tell us all about how well they worked on his ship when we get to his feedback <laughs> uh so it's uh, a piece of cake i don't know what you guys are all confused about <laughs> i i'm pretty sure i put the pv30s on on my ship i yeah. put like four of them yeah. So I could concentrate four of them. Yeah. And those are the ones that Barrett helps out with. Like keep them on your crew, accentuates your weapons or different oh. skills on the ship. So if you have the skill yourself, that's fine. But yeah. otherwise, when you assign crew to your ship, uh, it'll highlight in white the powers that are affecting. And so like, for instance, if you want energy weapons, I'm pretty sure uh, lasers, energy weapons, I'm pretty sure that Andresia has that. Barrett has disruptors, but he also has starship engineering. Those two together are awesome because it helps repairs and damage. Barrett is, you need to have him. Yeah. Vasco is shields. Um, astrodynamics or whatever it's called is what Sarah has to help her get grab jumps to go further. Like they all have applicable skills for ships, pretty much. And the people you hire can too. But uh, yeah. the main companions of the game tend to have four skills, whereas a lot of your hirelings only have three. Yeah. 
Where can and I get it's a it's nice with because when you get uh when you pick up Barrett, um you can also get Lynn and Heller and put them in your uh, your uh, base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Assign them there. They're great and for they're, outposts. They're both uh outpost uh centered uh peeps. Where, sorry, where can Steve. I get a a a Wookiee or a Porg or a baby Yoda? Where can I right? get Right. Right. We want co-pilot. more of those. Well, Ray hinted at Ray hinted at that. Okay, that pets. So can you get pets in Starfield? Not really. But if you start investing in the zoology part, you got zoology and whatever the plant one is. Biology. Uh, biology. That makes sense. So you can start going greenhouse habs, and you can have an animal husbandry and do animal habs, and that will allow you once you fully oh, nice. uh, fully scanned an animal to be able to raise them in your settlement and they're docile even the aggressive ones become more docile can you crossbreed so. and stuff and create new weird animals and such no no okay yeah no that's some different game and probably mods before too long <laughs> no yeah definitely <laughs> well there was i remember ray was talking about some egg incubator in no man's sky that you could I think create new weird animals if I remember. Yeah, that. you can you can put different uh, materials in and and affect different uh, you know different you know parts. I, they can come out just completely different than the one you put in, but uh, you know, or you can have the same with just different colors or different you know temperament. Um, if they're particularly cranky pets. <laughs> um, you know, you can uh, genetically modify them to uh, to be uh, friendlier. As a callback, oh. I just always picture Pokemon Go when you hatch a new egg in Pokemon Go, and it goes oh, oh, <laughs> and then and if you play Pokemon Go, you'll understand. <laughs> uh, Steve, another uh, ship yeah. question for you here, sir. Everyone's picking their favorite pop culture reference ship from sci-fi. Have you attempted to build one that looks like something else? I have not. I have not. You know, I love all the all the different reference. Know what I haven't seen yet? I haven't seen a Tie Fighter yet. No way, really? Tie Fighter out there? I haven't seen one. Yeah, I saw the uh, Millennium Falcon. A couple. I saw a couple of different Millennium Falcons. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Tie Fighter. Yeah, that'd be neat. Okay, Um, we'll we'll do a Tie Fighter for you, right, Ray? We'll we'll do one. We'll try one. Well, you know what? I went and looked. I, I went and I Googled this and I couldn't find a whole lot of information. I honestly didn't spend too long. Um, but I went and I went to go look up what the um, spaceship from the Far Out Space Nuts looked like. That show, <laughs> that Hanna Barbera show yeah. with um, Bob Denver, you yes, know, the guy yes. who played Gilligan. And he and um, another guy were janitors and they accidentally got sent into space and then they were like <laughs> lost and they couldn't get back. That was great. Far out space nuts. I, I really wanted to do like a recreation of their of their rocket, but I couldn't really find a good representation. That's so. a very narrow uh, path of of pop culture. People who would who would get the far out space nuts. That'd be great. Yeah, I I've there never heard there of are that. like three and a half people out there going yes yes, yes! Steve <laughs> for the win. <laughs> yeah, very fun. Uh, Jess, you doing? Uh, you bringing back United Space Landers for a shipbuilding exposition show type thing? Yeah, no, you Space Landers isn't happening. Uh, like we like we had talked about, but you know, no. I am still retweeting a lot of spaceship builds now, as well, well as camp builds over on that account. I 
I was thinking about it, but it was just like, oh, oh, it's the multiplayer aspect of Fallout 76 that makes it so easy to do tours and stuff, and you can't really do that as easily, and you can't visit someone else. You can go watch their Twitch or whatever, but you can't show up in their ship and you know, sit co-pilot with them or anything. So, yeah, it is that multiplayer aspect that it's missing to uh, add that extra dimension that made uh, you Wastelander so accessible right right being able to tour with the actual owner and talk about their process and look at everything yeah that's what that was what made it really special and i mean you can do it in no man's sky technically somewhat and animal crossing if you want to visit their island stuff like that like there are <laughs> other things great. you can do it with but um but not not games that i play so much right on. <laughs> steve any other uh, gameplay stuff you want to mention sir not specifically for me, but just I'm I yeah, just been loving it. Can't stop playing it. So can't stop, know, won't stop, don't time. stop, Steve. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Ray, did you get a chance to play any video games this week, sir? Um, I did. Um outside of the uh, Fallout 4 quests, um it was only Starfield. Well, kudos for finishing the Fallout 4 quest because you wrote of a journey of console commanding and all sorts of crazy <laughs> shit that you had to yeah get to i'll definitely get there. into that uh when we get to the gameplay because yeah. it's integral to it um so just but uh yeah it was uh was it all shipbuilding in starfield or did you create two, two or three more new characters or what were you doing over there um gosh was it two or three uh, that was a uh, joke and you're serious <laughs> yeah Good Lord. You have an issue, sir. <laughs> uh, so, um, so I hadn't had, I didn't have a character that had parents. Um, so I had to check that whole thing out. Um, so I did that. Um, what does that even mean? What are you, what are you talking about? Uh, kid stuff, you know, the, Oh, the, uh, okay. Trait. That part. Yes. All right. 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 Yeah. right. Sorry. Um, and, uh, I hadn't tried uh, Dream Home, which is now in foreclosure. Oh yeah, Whoops. I have a friend who's like they're, they're so upset they lost their house, they haven't gotten it back. And oh really? That happened to you too, huh? <laughs> Especially like if you do get in it for a little bit, you start storing stuff there, and then the doors get locked on you. It's just not right. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of a strange, <laughs> uh, strange. It's a beautiful home, a very lovely planet. Um, you know, looks fantastic. Nice patio. Um, you know, of course, you know, since you can't invite friends over, I mean, outside of, you know, I suppose you could have, you know, your uh, companion running around there with you. But um, if you were inclined to have such things. But, uh, yeah. And then on top of it all, you have to decorate it. And so you have to have all the supplies to be able to decorate this stupid place. Um, and it, so you have to, every, every week, um, when you go to your house, um, you have to pay 500 credits to get in. So they lock the front door on you. So, I mean, you could probably <laughs> neener, neener them and build the bed outside. <laughs> You know, if you build all this stuff outside, then you know, then it wouldn't matter if the doors were locked or not. Um, but yeah, so you have to pony up five hundred bucks a week to get in. 
Um, and sounds, sounds like a mortgage, <laughs> but that's an interest only. It doesn't go toward none of it goes towards your principal. Oh, oh that that's sucks. wretched and way too realistic for me. Like I like <laughs> some realism in my games, but man, that's too far. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I paid the, the first 500 to get in and, and look around inside and, uh, and try to figure out. So I've, I've had the apartment a couple of times um, for finishing the, uh, the Vanguard quest line. Okay. Um, excellent. But I've never built in it. Now, are you talking about the one in the well or the no, one the, that you get penthouse. later? Okay, good. Yep. Uh, a um, bit of spoilers there, but not really. People understand that it's a yeah. good way to get citizenship joining the Vanguard. Um, but uh, so I've, I've, it was a little more obvious in this habitat uh, exactly how you do uh, building inside the home. So there's a box on the wall um, and you interact with the box and it brings up a build menu. Um, and so then you can build your furniture and your workshops and all that stuff, um, you know, inside your home. But uh, for me, I would just as soon live on my ship. But that was fun. So and the parents have been fine. Um, <laughs> parents just don't understand. So to you all the kids all across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. Yeah, kick him uh, out. I've walked past this woman, you know, so many times because I've done, <laughs> I've done the starting quest, you know, uh, nine times. And, you know, I finally went over to, you know, cause she called to, to me and I walked over and talked to her and found out that she's with a, a bounty hunting group. I'm like, ah, Okay. Need to uh, need to dig into this a little bit deeper. Um, she's super cute. Um, so I made a bounty hunter character. Um, and you know, one of the ways that I use to keep track of all my characters is I've given them names that you know relate to uh, um, you know to the the type of character they are. And so you know, because I'm you know, not into the, you know, the Mandalorian, you know, world. Um, so my bounty hunter character's name is Dog. Oh, okay. Classic. <laughs> you, you're going to have to get himself, you got to have to make his shit more of a camper van. Get it like yeah. a, a space bike. Big old RV. <laughs> um, and so, uh, so he's run a couple of uh, quests for her so far. Um, and it's been interesting that, <laughs> The the first quest she gives you um, is is definitely challenging, um, and uh, you know she's not kidding when she says, uh, you know, you need to have a jetpack. Now, who is this that you that you got um, the quest from? So there's a woman standing. So it's directly opposite the door to the uh, broken spear. Yeah. Okay. In Mars, I've, I've got that in one. Mars. But there and are she's multiple. Le she's leaning against the wall. So she's the first one I met. Okay. Because I, I was going to say, I've met a couple near bounty boards. And I think you can probably start taking bounties with any of them. But maybe not. Because she did seem to have Where's... more to say than the others. Yeah. Where's the broken spear? Uh, in in Sidonia in, at Mars. Yeah. Just oh, okay. past, past cool. the, uh, the plastic flaps on the right. Yeah. yeah. The first right. 
Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So that's been interesting. She's a, 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 an interesting character. Gotta say, there there are some, yeah, there are some really great characters and so many side quests. Oh, yeah. I, uh, we'll get into that, but that that's awesome. That's cool you got an inspiration for another character. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, so uh, I, my characters are, you know, so I wanted to try a pistol build. I did that. I wanted to try a rifle build. Um, I've done that. I wanted a shotgun build. Um, really liked that one. Um and uh melee weapons uh so and then uh you know i i have the the one that uh is has gone through the vanguard as the good guys uh but he still hasn't gone through the pirate quest um so i still have to go through that as the good guy um I, but i've got the one that i went through as the bad guy um and also the Ryujin um you know really like that one um, it's like i haven't even signed up for them <laughs> i have a i have a i have a quest that says yeah go sign up and I, it's like it's been in there forever i haven't even touched that yeah so a, a lot of these quests um you know you need a character built you know for that you know for that quest line um it can be really hard if you don't have particular skills um, that fit with that quest line. Um, so it's, it's handy. You know, one of the nice things about having these very specific characters is that, you know, they, if I, if I try out a quest line with a character that doesn't work with it, um, I've got another one that will, so I can start that quest with them. Um, so, so that's I'm it. Trying to do it all with one, a lot of shipbuilding. And, you know, you can do that if they're level 200. Yeah. And you've got, you know, every perk. Um, you know, because there's, a, I mean, it's, you know, depending on how you're building these. And most of these, I'm, I think my highest level character is my pirate at level 25. So. Is that a staple gun that uh, Nino just posted in the group? I uh, know he's sharing one of his legendary drops he got. That's really good. We're, we're talking weapons a little bit in a chat right a, now. A label and, you know, maker? there are some great unique named weapons you get, uh, but this one isn't. This is a big bang as a, as a type of gun, and he just got a really good legendary drop on it. It looks like uh, a label nice. baby junior. <laughs> yeah. So one thing I did, uh, you know, one of the things that prompted the, uh, the shotgun build was that I had done a uh, a quest in neon that takes you to the uh, to the weapons vendor there, and he has a a, a named shotgun um, that is really really nice. I just got one too. I'm I'm and, absolutely loving it. And so you can you can get that as soon as you've got eighteen thousand credits. Um, which is very, very early in the game. Um, so one that you bought, you have yeah. a name shotgun you bought that you really like. Yeah. You buy it from him at the, it, in neon. 
you haven't been there, so you haven't seen it. No, I haven't. I, I, there's a lot of places I haven't been yet, which is ridiculous, but it's how I play. So but I think it's called. A lot of places I've been. Um, I think it's called Bam Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Something like <laughs> That's that. That's cool. <laughs> um but yeah that that's a that's a brilliant gun for anybody that wants to do shotgun build uh because you can get it anytime and then later on when you know s- similar shotguns start dropping as as loot which is a much higher level um you know then you can get some uh some legendary versions so I just, yeah, I just got a legendary shotgun. I forget the name of it. It's a version of the rapid shot, but it's a legendary. It's, you know, yellow, gold, whatever with the, um, on the rapid shot. And it is just amazing. But I'm wondering if it's named or just a legendary drop. I'd actually have to pull up my character to remember. I do yeah, have a, a if named it's, rifle and using this. If it's, so. if it's a gold, if it's a gold gun, then it's just a regular version with the legendary perks on it. So, and named weapons aren't necessarily legendary. Right. Some of them, yeah, some of the named have been pretty much the equivalent of, you know, blue or, or purple, but yeah. but even blue. But, you know, sometimes a, slight, a good boost with the right mods when it comes to it, because early in the game, you can't mod your weapons that much. You know, you have to really start right. leveling skills to be able to mod weapons and spacesuits. So sometimes having a really good mod attached, like, you know, something early like white hot or armor piercing rounds or something can make a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, and because I usually get all the weapons I ever need from, you know, killing hordes of enemies, um, I I haven't played with the uh, with the modding workshop stuff. Um, but this with this uh, uh, bounty hunter character, that's that's one of the uh, skills that I'm targeting are those uh, those uh, tech skills that uh, space suit design and uh, weapon design because I want to see what um you know what good comes of that um if it's really worth you know investing in those trees you got to I mean, save the I, trees ray it's always worth investing <laughs> in the trees i think it's been pretty worth investing in the weapon trees my weapons have become a lot more effective uh, that's something i've been focusing on i uh, getting the levels of research and finally i'm getting to the point where i can open up the weapon engineering i believe it's called and so getting like some of the level three mods on the workshop tree uh can be can be really nice they make a big difference yeah. but i don't have it on spacesuits yet don't have any spacesuit engineering or design yeah that the only thing is that uh i i typically once i get to the uh to the lodge um mm-hmm. I I go downstairs and you can almost always with the the either the stuff that came in your ship or junk that you collected um along the way you can build a uh, an oxygen tank yeah um for your spacesuit and it'll it'll bump up your uh, your oxygen level anything to help your O2 refresh is really good it's uh, just a quick tip for crafting, which really? you might already know. But when, in, in order to unlock things for crafting in this, it's about the skills, but it's also about that research bench. So remember, after you put a point in a skill to go to the research bench and take take a neuroamp, either put on your lab suit if you have a lab suit, or take neuroamp or another drug that will uh, reduce the cost of materials to research, but also enable uh, sudden developments. So right. what a sudden development is, 
is when you're crafting and you get overflow into another item that's required. Like say you need, you know, 10 titanium, uh, 10 gimbals and five hoozy websits. You might, uh, crafting your gimbals, putting those in, get a sudden development and fill all of your hoozy websits with a sudden development. So something that increases your chance of getting those is really helpful because I've found that I can get a point in a skill, go to a research thing and just complete all of them, like complete every research project available for the new skill I just got. If I focus on what I have a lot of and, you know, take something to hope for those sudden developments, I only spend up half the resources it, it expects you to. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really gotten into it too much. I've never gone beyond the first level of research. So I will look forward to that. I, I'm not very deep into this character. Um, so where are you done? I've only, uh, run a couple of bounties and a couple of Galbank uh, collections. Ray, have you nice. done a um, a doctor character yet? Medical person of any sort? No, not medical. I've done science. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, and you know, ranking up the uh, the scanner perk is really nice, uh, but. It's still really boring running around a planet scanning everything. So yeah. that guy's kind of uh, been quiet. I've always got some sort of uh, you know disease or ill effect going on, and and it's always one that I don't have the color coded remedy for in the menu. Um, or do you, do you guys like craft a lot of like medicines, or are you just finding plenty enough to take care of all of your your ill effects or anything, or is there a doctor in the city that you can go to and he has plenty of medicine on hand and will cure you sort of like in fallout four? Does, does that happen? There's, anywhere? there's a clinic that you can get stuff. There from. is a clinic. Can you put a, like a little clinic on your ship or something, or is there a medical station where you can build? There's an in, you can build an infirmary. Okay. But I don't know what it does. All right. Well, maybe that something I need to look into. Because I'm, I'm tired of constantly being sick all the time. Space sick. Oh, yeah. No, don't. Yeah, don't get those sicknesses. I mean, y- hopefully you can resist them in your suits and get back somewhere before you get one. But like frostbite or some of them will heal naturally. And I get yeah. plenty of um, medicines, but I also play slow as, as we were discussing. So I'm actually occasionally selling some because I've got, you know, like eight heat treatments and like nine burn packs and seven injectors and I, you know, I i've got way too much of that stuff i don't know what those words mean you gotta say purple yellow <laughs> red blue yeah <laughs> give me some perps and a I couple get, of blues i get, I I'll get take a couple of a yellows <laughs> <laughs> sounds like I mean, it sounds like we're buying drugs in the 70s i'll take a couple of yellows a couple perps you know? yellow jackets <laughs> yeah perps i uh, you know it's funny i like the med packs and the trauma packs but i do i keep all the other stuff and i i do read the description but I don't know what they do. And whenever I get a disease, I'm like, you know, or an ill effect, I'm like, okay, it says this. You know, you go open menu, you press Y to check your status, and just go to your traits, and you scroll down till you see one, and then you take it. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I do yeah. too. But I never have the one that I'm sick with. If like I got plenty oh. of blues, then it's always a purple. If I got, you know, a, a yellow triangle, there's you know not to be found I in my inventory. <laughs> probably yeah. only had five or six total in my playtime so far. Really? Yeah. What am I, I doing? I, I must be running around without my spacesuit too much or something. Oh, yeah. If, yeah always keep your, never take your suit off. Never, ever, ever take your suit off. <laughs> yeah. yeah Is there a, um, like an addictol type yeah. uh, drug that takes away that, your, your, your addiction? Because there's yeah. one that takes it away for 10 minutes. Yeah, like Fixer. No, there's a real one. There's yeah. there's addictol and Fixer equivalents. Um, what's okay. the one that does it for real? Ray, I only have Because anyways, my guy's been running but, around with 
an addiction yeah. for a while. I don't know. I I've never been that. addicted to anything in the game. <clears throat> I haven't yet, but I'm getting worried because I do jack the chem sometimes for a fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I never do. Yeah. I mean, um, Battle Stim is a great one. Sometimes Heart Plus or Amp if you're just running around. Because if you can run faster, jump higher, yeah. $6 million man. It's really useful. <laughs> so what yeah. the, I've, I'm, I'm collecting a lot of, of med packs um, because one of the things I discovered is you know, the enemies can be in the next room and you can lay down on a cot and take a nap. <laughs> you just gotta hope they don't they don't need a pee break or something to wander in yeah yeah um i mean they have to be the only time i've actually had it say that you can't take you can't sleep because the uh enemies are near is when they're in the room directly above you cannot <clears throat> take, you cannot take a pee break when enemies are nearby but otherwise you can you can sleep almost any time in this game i did notice that and so you know a, a facility to you know clear out the pirates or the you know whoever and you know so i'll kill a couple get a little hurt you know go lay down sleep it off get up go kill a few more go back sleep <laughs> kill a few more well sleeping cure sleep. illnesses and ill effectors that just uh health recovery for sleep uh, I don't know. I don't get diseases that much. So you I never stay outside very long. Okay. <clears throat> you know, just however long it takes to to run from my ship to the inside of the building that I'm going to clear out. Is there a perk like Steve likes junky stuff from Fallout 4 where you get as many addictions as he can? Uh, Steve, can you lean into it? Is there one of those in uh, Starfield where you just see how many things you can get addicted to and that'll enhance some aspect of the game? Not that I know of. That sounds pretty cool. I mean, you know, <laughs> stay in school. Don't do drugs, getting, kids. Getting five but, addiction sounds pretty um, great, everybody. <laughs> right. But um, uh, no, I haven't I haven't run across anything like that. Well, just pop Eve. a bunch of perps and you'll, you'll find out. It's the junk flush. It's called junk flush that you use to clean your... Junk system. flush. Okay, mm -hmm. awesome. So if I'll you see it for sale or on a table somewhere, make sure to grab it. Mm. Mm. So anyway, Ray, sorry. Um, it's okay. Yeah. Dude, the whole idea is to to you know stimulate conversation. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and so then the only other thing I've been doing, you know, only, um, is uh, shipbuilding. Mm -hmm. So definitely <clears throat> spending a lot of time on shipbuilding. Your new flatbed trucker ship. I mean, you've done some really cool ones. Um, yeah, so that's that's my my ocean liner. <laughs> I um, thought it was an air carrier at first. Like you could put other ships on top of it. It's so big. Yeah. Um, and so that one, uh, um, I I named it the uh, the Merrick Essex, um, which is an actual freight ship uh, owned by the Merrick Line. Cool. Um, so, uh, but after after I started putting uh, cargo boxes on it, um, I recognized that uh, I did it wrong. Um, so there's three different cargo boxes, and I need to make a, a combination of all three of them because cargo ships never have the same colored cargo boxes on them. You know, it's always a big variety, and they're mismatched. So 
I've got to go through and, and mix them up a little bit so that uh, it looks more authentic. But Sounds um, really cool. yeah, the, the other downside is that, so, you know, you can have a ship with really low mobility um, as long as uh, you can dog fighting, you can unlock turrets, um, oh, automatic okay. turrets. Which uh, ones are automatic, by the way? Do you need to get the skill and the skill tree way down to get them? Or how do you get automatic turrets? Because I've done that auto yet. weapons, but they just shoot faster. Like auto weapons right. just have a faster fire rate. Right. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know what level that you have to get to to unlock them. I'm guessing it's probably about the same level that you unlock the, um, you know, the, uh, the cargo boxes that hold uh, 1,400 pounds. Oh, like all the things you want. Wow, 1,400 is a lot. That yeah. is a lot. And you can put a lot of them on there, too. What's the mass on those puppies? I, I don't know. 200 or something. I can't remember because it's I've I've only seen them um, uh, listed, and so I don't remember. I haven't actually put them on, but I know that that you can get a lot of them on a ship before um, you can't Sweet. take off anymore. That's a lot of cheese sandwiches, Ray. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but uh, so that one's a work in progress. I, I'm going to have to find an XP uh, uh, grind that I can do with that character because he's got no. Um, no combat skills at all. Spider farm. So yeah, but so to build the spider farm, you have to uh, unlock some, uh, some of the different uh, science skills. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got to have mm-hmm. the zoology. Uh, you've got to have the the one that lets you unlock habitats. You also have to have the skill that lets you uh, um, uh, build on uh, dangerous planets. Oh, right. Yeah, the the extreme atmospheres or extreme yeah. conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, because these particular spiders live in an ex- on an extreme planet. That makes sense. Yeah, I think I only need first level to do that, though. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's uh, you know, it's it's fun having. A lot of different characters. I never get bored because I'm, you know, I'm able to jump from one to the other and do different things with each one of them. So, um, I, th- short of the, uh, the, the completing the constellation uh, quest line, I think I have completed everything else that's available. Um, so, I still have to do the sysdef where I go against the pirates, but, mm-hmm. um, but otherwise I've, I've finished the game. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> hey, I mean, if camp building is the end game in 76, uh, <laughs> building can be the end game in uh, Starfield. Yeah. Sweet. Any other uh, yeah. gameplay stuff you want to mention there, Ray? No, that's been about it. Sweet. Um, Last week after the show, um, 
you know, Ray and Jess said, oh, yeah, we had a little powwow after the show. The, we spoke for longer than the show was last week. Yeah, we were on another hour together after the show. And, <laughs> yeah, and they were giving me a tutorial on uh, all this shipbuilding stuff. So I was like, oh, this will be a piece of cake. Even booted up the Xbox to kind of log in, share yeah. a screen and stuff like that so we could go over together. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, Jess, did you have any uh, t- time to play any video games this week? I sure did. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, yeah, we're about an hour into the show. So I played some Fallout this week. <laughs> nice. Someone did, at least. <laughs> in Fallout 76, I had to do my weekly check-in. I'm, I'm still, you know, not playing as much as I had been, you know, taking time off for Starfield in particular. But I did check into the scoreboard. I'm up to the mid-40s, maybe even high-40s now. Um, you know, I had to see what's going on. Just really... I have been doing the the classic thing of logging once a week to get your all your weeklies and dailies, except lately, uh, the last three, four weeks, <laughs> the last three weeks since Starfield came out, I have logged in to do that. And then within an hour, I've been like, yeah, no, I'm fine. <laughs> and didn't actually get them all, you know, because you log in, you get distracted. Or at least I do. So I don't really focus on banging out the dailies as much, but got in there. And so the scoreboard is moving along. We got plenty of time on that still. I did want to mention in the Atomic Shop, well, one reason I logged in was because Palace of the Winding Path bundle for my builders out there or people who have always just wanted a really kind of fancy, get that get that air to their camp. Um, there's a Palace of the Winding Path kit. So you get the walls, the, the cool roofs, uh, everything tiered there, some of the uh, trellis work, special posts and lights. It, you can't completely build the palace from scratch. Like there's not everything you would have there. But there's a lot of things where you could build, like, the outbuildings and stuff. So really pretty. If uh, you're someone who likes to build occasionally, I recommend picking that up. There's also a really cool little prefab. Um, I believe it's called the Mud Hut. And I know that sounds bad, but it's actually one of the cutest prefabs I've had in a while. It's like a it's like a little castle kind of no, hut shed kind of thing. It's very cool. I didn't get the whole package, but I went in and got that specific item out of the bundle because it, it looks really nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that one actually came out last week, but I picked it up this week along with the whole palace bundle and such. So I just wanted to mention those. Still stuff in the Adam shop, as always. They took a week or two off, but we got some great stuff happening there. So that was my Fallout 76 play. Uh, ju- just the basics. Um, I'm still not level 300 after all these years. <laughs> Getting closer. I'm at like 270. Too much Next building. double XP, maybe. Yeah, you just you don't get enough XP for building. You get nowhere near enough XP for photo mode. They should get on that. I mean, every time I click, take a picture, give me five XP. They'll be like, well, people just stand there and click their camera button. Okay, okay. So, give me five XP after I've been, you know, like... Um, make it a time thing, yeah. Framing, yeah, after I've been framing something for, for four or five minutes, okay? Because <laughs> I do that for so many shots. Well, they're uh, starting to give you score for taking photo mode snapshots these days. Sort of, so, yeah, well, as they got on challenges. That's yeah. absolutely right, yeah. It's funny, though, because my score photos, the, the way that it incentivizes you, it's like build stuff in your camp, build 25 somethings. I don't build good stuff in my camp for that challenge, usually. No. I just stack things up like everybody else. Yep, that's I mean, a stack of 25 but... uh, uh, sleeping bags right there. Yeah, yep. <laughs> 25 buns, make a bun stack. Or um, when it comes to taking photos, I like basically just wherever I am, like hop to my camp, like take a stupid photo that I end up deleting right away. I mean, every once in a while, but no, they're not natural. The thing about challenges is they say, oh, it just falls into your natural gameplay. Uh, maybe. But if I sit there on the list, I want to check it off, you know? 
I used to always go take a workshop so that I could build stuff for like cheap. Right. Right. And that you was know, fun. So I'm not using any of my own resources. I'm just using the, the workshop resources. Mm-hmm. And then and I get dump, an event that you way know, too. You get an event, you get a bunch of things. 10 happening. street lamps and, you know, five um, building bases. <laughs> I would say like a year ago, especially when that was a challenge almost every day that you would lo- regularly log in and a lot of the more popular workshops, uh, you'd just go there and you'd see like, it was basically like a fun little yard sale where there'd be 10 yeah. of one item, 10 of another, as though four or five people in succession had taken it built stuff, hopped off or they got on with their day and someone else came over, built stuff. Always cracks me up. But that's my Fallout 76 check-in, Fallout 4 check-in. I did do some of the quests. I didn't quite finish our quest for this week, but we'll talk when we get there. But I did some of the quests for sure. That was a fun challenge and I kind of relished it. I'll admit it was a, it was a, I thought I'd hate it, but I made a hard save. I, I used the mod to get a hard save before I did this so I can go back and maybe not piss off Preston so I can finish the game. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm going for it. So I dove in and that's been fun. And then, of course, we've talked a lot of it already, but I've been playing plenty of Starfield. In fact, I kind of can't stop playing. I really am addicted. I mean, it's in our personality like we love these games anyway there's a reason why we do shows about them and our whole group you know there's a reason why we all love Bethesda games but yeah it's got me just as much Steve I'm it's funny my main save just hit the five day mark so that's like 120 some hours and you know actual in the game it says I've done more than that but you know some of that's been menu time and pause but my um yeah like probably 125 hours I'm like level 27 because of the way I play um, but I'm getting there. I did get the achievement for 20 systems. I explored 20 systems the other day. I got the achievement for, I just got it yesterday, um, for connecting cargo lifts between enough settlements. It's funny, on Xbox, only like 0.26% of people have got that achievement. I'm like, I got to get it. I got to get it. Um, I've got some resources, achievement stuff. So yeah, it's coming along. Um, really enjoying it. My actual quest log I think right now it shows 31 quests and 49 activities, which I think I was joking last week about where it was at. So yeah, I've pretty much doubled that. It was at like, you know, maybe like 18 or 20 and then uh, 29. So now it's uh, like 31 quests and uh, I believe 49 activities. And like, then you look at the list and it's like four main quests <laughs> and and seven Vanguard quests now. I've got seven Vanguard quests down. And then all the rest are just side quests because side quests in this game, they are plentiful and they are awesome. Yeah, they are great. There are so many. You never know when you're going to stumble on them. Like you're talking about uh, some of the random things that pop up. <laughs> When, when you're jumping systems, you know, I, I do enjoy that. I ran into a mysterious captain, which I'm suspicious of who that was. I ran into like a mysterious ship the other day. Uh, I did a kindergarten class early this week. That was an odd one because, okay, so we've talked about like the tours and stuff. Have any of you run into the kindergarten class yet? No, not the kindergarten class. Yes. Okay. And so they are in a, a ship that's relatively, I, I won't tell you the whole story, but essentially you oh, know, wait, their yes, ship has some trouble. Okay. And then you get to hear from the kids, you get to hear from the teacher, but mm-hmm. they will need repairs. Well, I'm figuring I can help. And then she's like, we need 10 ship parts. I'm like 10 ship parts? <laughs> Who travels with 10 ship parts? But luckily I was able to go to the planet, craft some stuff, buy some stuff, come back and she hadn't left. So yeah. when I went back, they were gone. So Really? Yeah. yeah, I I don't think I left. Oh, you system. guys went back. Oh, of course. 
I was going <laughs> to strand her. <laughs> I was going to try. That's funny, Steve. Yeah, I um, I think, what? how did I get the, sh- oh, I know how I got the ship part. So I had seven on me, which is more than usual. I usually go with five, but I had seven because I'd looted some ships just the other day. Well, in the same system, I didn't leave the system, which is why she was still there. There was a, a ship. You know how some systems, you look at the different planets, they have a ship in orbit. I'm like, I'll go check this ship out. So I did. It was a derelict a derelict uh, UC mule with, uh, I won't tell the story, but there were some dead people on there. And of course, whenever you uh, take invade a ship, this one was not stealable. Like a lot of times they're not stealable. She if killed them. I did not kill them. <laughs> I, I did not. I did not splatter their brains across the console. Um, so Blaine's brains. I didn't splatter those either. <laughs> but um. So that was that was a neat one, but always check the captain's stash and the cargo hold. You know how you have them on your ship? They have them on ships you claim too. And if you're gonna take a ship, even if you can't like steal it, that captain's stash is full of good loot. So always grab it. But they had ship parts, so I was able to get them and get back to the teacher. But just a lot of fun stuff. I ran into the Valentine, the uh, the guy out there singing shanties. That was awesome. That's a fun one. Um, so many. It's hard to add them all up. Also, some have been related to quests I've done. So uh, actually, before I get into side quests, and I'm just going to hit those briefly, I do have a tip for running. So Steve, you're talking about specking into running and health, and uh, Ray talking about the extra oxygen. So my tip for running is there are different powers in the game. If you get a power that will um, give you oxygen supply when you're in a bad environment. So there's a power that you can get of your Jedi powers that will allow you to breathe in bad environments well it also clears the red on your oxygen meter so if you're sprinting and have that power mounted you can use it mid sprint and never stop sprinting and if you're super over cucumbered just walking regular speed but it turns you red keep clicking that you get immune to more red for about 10 seconds and it'll clear it right out on you and it's an awesome thing to use so yeah you know what don't do that until you've maxed out your fitness perk um, because in order to level the fitness perk, you have to run out of oxygen. I've only I've only got one in fitness, but I think I've passed the challenge to get the next level. <laughs> I just haven't done it. Yeah. Remember, so I've so run around skills. my ship a bunch of times to uh, <laughs> run it down, <laughs> just to level it up. Yeah, I, I, I run inside my cargo bay. Um, mm-hmm. So you just run into the wall. And put a, tre- yeah. so you put a treadmill in, in oh, the cargo great. bay. That's like the classic uh, oblivion, you know, sneaking against the wall to level up your sneak. Yeah. Or that's, uh, that's hilarious. What was the one where you just jumped wherever you went to increase your acrobatics that's, or whatever? Yeah, acrobatics. <laughs> yep, Skyrim and Oblivion there. Yeah. yeah, that that's a good one. Speaking of skills, I actually I just got my level C pilot uh, license. I'm piloting just hit level four, but I got a lot of those ships naturally. Like I did do the simulator to get to my uh, B tier in the first place. But then I did all 30 in Meteor to get to sea uh, just out and around because we're into enough ship battles. And also, if you do start hopping systems, like I said, I explored to get to a full 20 systems. Um, and I, I fully scanned one like you were, like you were talking about the other day, Ray. I, I might even mm-hmm. fully scan two or three. Um, not fully scanned planets. I've done a few of those now. You know, Some of them are easy. I've scanned a few tough ones. Uh, but, but just hopping planet to planet, checking each one, getting into random battles. It is a good way to get XP for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and it's especially good because there's there are two different battles that you can happen upon. Uh, one is with uh, the Free Star Collective, and the other one is with the uh, UC Navy. 
uh, where mm-hmm. they are fighting with uh, either Varun Zealots or uh, Crimson, yeah. Crimson Fleet. And so you can jump in on the battle. Um, yep. And you don't have to do that much. You just have to make sure not, you know, that don't at least one of them survives. Well, um, all of them preferably, but yes. <laughs> But in order to complete this challenger, all you do uh, is one. All you, you have to have at least one that survives because they will pay you uh, thirteen hundred credits to for uh, helping them out. So I've never asked for credits from that. Um, I, I've helped out UC uh, Navy a, a bunch of times and Freestar a few times. I did have one time where I accidentally hit Freestar when I jumped in, and oh man, everybody on the ship got oh, mad. Yeah. And you know, I'm like, <laughs> okay, fine, reload the save from the jump, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, all the companions get very upset because I couldn't even see. Like, I have to admit, the one thing I don't have down on ship combat now because I'm my ship is pretty great, and I like the upgrades and how I'm flying it. The targeting, I'm not great at. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. Switching to targeting, but I understand how to use thrusters uh, side to side now. That took a little bit, you know, hit the right bumper, and then you can move side to side. Um, I understand how to engage targeting when you have that skill, although I'm not good at watching it enough to select. I tend to be a little bit panicked. But when you first log in and they're far away, if you start shooting from a distance, the world looks blue and green. it's really hard to tell who you're hitting. Yeah. You, you know, that's but, and so you can scan them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you hit scan when you're there, you know, when, um, it will give you all the details about the ship. Um, and so you can see, you know, if you hit scan, the one that comes up on the screen, um, is the one that you're currently targeting. And right. so you can make sure that it's not the wrong one. Yeah. I'm, and I'm learning to do that. This was, this is the only time it's happened, you know, one out of how many 20, 30 space. Yeah. And you just reload the save. And that's where I'm, I'm learning like not to, but if I, if I was doing a regular, I probably wouldn't do the save. I'd I'd live with my mistake, but I just, I didn't even know at first, like how to, how to figure it out. But But you get a lot of stuff there. So um, so they'll give you ship parts Mm -hmm. um, or you can get 1300 credits. Yep. Or, you can or just salvage say, rights. I'll just do the salvage. Which is um, all, I, all I've done so far. You can also say, I'll take nothing. And then they're like, how noble of you. And then they just kind of move on. And you can still grab the salvage if you want. Yeah. So I've done that a couple times. And I'm well, like, why do I do this? The, what is wrong with me? But I do. Yeah, if you take the credit, you can get the salvage too. <laughs> yeah, see, you can always get salvage. Like, you don't even need to ask for it. You can just take it. And if all of their ships didn't survive... Um, you, you can salvage there. You too. can salvage there too. You're a scavenger I mean, out there. Just talking about salvage. <laughs> well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You, you know, living to survive. Watch your mouth. But uh, so, what I really did the past week, you know, because once again, going slow, but this past week has been focused very much on Vanguard and Mars. Because I had started the Vanguard before, but only done the first quest or two. And uh, I had, you know, been by Mars for the main quest, but I hadn't gone back. Now, this is the plan. Get your ass to Mars. So last week, past week, I went to Mars and I did so much there. So on the Vanguard quest line, if you decide to pursue that way to find a certain doctor, there's a huge long quest line you can do there to do that. And it's awesome. Really awesome. Uh, You know, some exploration discovery, greasing palms. But there's also one called, uh, I believe, like Hard Luck Blues is where it starts, or Hard Something Blues. I think uh, that's a, a New quest- Vegas DLC, isn't it? <laughs> Close, yeah. And um, that's Old World Blues. Oh, but okay. you can, um, 
he, he start, starts with the minor foreman there and he might be suspicious of his motives, but his motives are good. And it's a chain of three requests and you end up, you know, you end up working as somebody's assistant. You're doing uh, undercover stuff briefly. You are, there's, there's some fighting. It's a great quest line. So there's so much you can do on Mars and oh, yeah. uh, little things there like space frog. I, I won't tell you about space frog, but you'll <laughs> love space frog. Um, or every, get the books for the kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody has quests. Like there's so many there that are great and some things that might even pay off later. So Mars, I did a good eight yeah. to 12 hours at least. And if you've got good persuade, you can, you can get, uh, I think he pays you 3,200 credits per book. Damn. Really? Yeah. So he'll give you, he'll give you, I think, I think there's 30 different books in this series that he's, that he's, you know, loving. Um, mm. He'll give you, you know, like 1,200 credits or something like that, uh, you know, as a general offer. Um, but if you persuade him, um, you get, uh, uh, I think it's it's either 32 or 3,500 credits. That's 9,600 um, credits if for the whole series. Yeah. Book. Yeah. Super pricey. Wow. And it's, it, that's it's a, all that's basic a nice ship right there that you go to. You, you, you know, you fly into the system. Uh, you land at the regular, you know, cities that you land at, <clears throat> and you go to the trade authority, mm -hmm. and you can and, buy some uh, of them and, yeah. and buy the book. You you know you it's like, you know, ninety credits for the book or something like that, and then you take it back to the kid in uh, in Mars, and uh, he pays you. Where's a kid to get Make that kind of credits, man? I know it's and he lives in a really sketchy uh, apartment too. Yeah. Huh. Something ain't adding Wait, up there. Is that the one uh, he and his mother are, uh, they have housing assistance uh, and can live for free because of their father dying in a mining accident? Oh, good Lord. I, I didn't ask him. <laughs> this is terribly sad. Uh, Ray doesn't care. I don't, I don't think, I don't <laughs> think I've done, life. I don't think I have the, the book kid. You mentioned him and I think I saw him on a list of quests, but I don't think I've done that yet. I've done Renee and her friend and I think it was her friend you're talking about, but maybe it's another one. But yeah, so Sidonia and Mars, like I think it is maybe a little underrated, like because people don't talk about as much as they talk about uh, Tequila City or Neon or or New Atlantis. But <laughs> yeah, for me, ne Neon, you're going to need like uh, two or three months. Oh my god, I think so. Uh, New Atlantis and Sidonia Mars are flush. There's so much to do, and it's, it, yeah. they become major hubs. And besides that, there's all these little towns and settlements. You know, we, we talk about the four major cities. But you've got Gagarin Landing. I just found a day or two ago. Mm. Gagarin Landing is a great little town yeah. uh, with a number of quests connected there. Obviously, we talked about um, New Homestead, which is where I, you know, get my favorite cockpit and a number of uh, number of ship parts. And there's some great quests there. That's where our friend Heller is from. Uh, there's Hope Town, which I mean, of course, Hope Town is is a larger, medium sized settlement. And I haven't done Hope Town yet. I, there's a lot there I haven't really explored. But then there's all so these you civilian met West Johnson? No, I haven't. I haven't met West Johnson's character. I'm excited to do it. Where is Hope Town again? It's it's somewhere in kind of the uh, north. Excuse me. I know there's no north in space, but like the <laughs> upper part of the map, kind Up. of above Wolf towards um, Star it's, Collective It's territory, in one or? of the. Um, is it Volley? Uh, that would no. be over near neon. Volley is neon. Yeah, no, that's uh, um, I always maybe... read that as volume two, by yeah. the way, but I know it's volley. <laughs> yeah, um, 
what is it? I think it starts with a V. Um, and it's right next to another star that we always go to um, and usually skip the Hope Down oh, star. Oh, it's on Palvo and the Valo system. Valo, that's the one. Valo system. Okay, so no. Anyway, I haven't been there yet. Oh, it's that's the one that's hooked on to Narian. Okay, so yeah, we have been there. It is kind of in the northeast of, of the UC space. Mm-hmm. I've mostly done UC space and then some unclaimed territories. But uh, so I'm doing all that. I just, there is so much. Like I said, 31 side quests. It, it, it doesn't stop. Um, besides that, I did my first trucking quest because uh, we talked about trucking. So, I, you know, part of my whole thing on Mars, there's also Demos Star Yards there. And Demos, you can get a few quests there. You can take on contracts to, you know, just be a space trucker. Like you're talking about doing or like our friend Ken is doing, you know, hashtag KenPull. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm upgrading the storage space on the Violet Capybara. I'm up to like 1,400, 1,500 storage. Middle, it stays at like 1,000, you know, it's like about 500 to play with at least. <laughs> like I'm going to do trucking contracts. So I got a contract for 2,000 copper. So that was kind of a side note. Um, the, the last oh, last three, four days would be like, I'd go back, I'd grab all this copper from my copper moon that I have. And then I'd also, you know, craft some stuff to sell and just waddle back to the ship and, and fly there and drop off all the copper. And that was okay. Awesome so that's a, su- yeah, that's a supply mission. That's um, a supply so there's mission. also one where you can just take a shipment, um, you know, from wherever the mission board is um, to another system and drop it off. So I found the uh, with mission boards, I know I found somewhere there are like, you know, hook up a uh, a cargo link system cargo link to send us this much of a, of a product. And then mm. I've got this one for the contract at like Demo Star Yards. But you're saying there's one basically you go to a regular mission board and says, take a load of this to here. Yep. Yep. OK. I haven't done that yet. Yeah. I just filled a contract. But yeah, I just, and also the ones that uh, where you have to uh, give somebody a ride. Those are pretty mm-hmm. easy. The passenger ones, yeah, yeah you don't yeah, get a lot of room for you, passengers. You don't get a ton for it, but it's super easy to do, and you can, you know, all you have to do is just land there, get out of your ship, and you get your credits, and then leave. That's awesome. So I met a guy in, um, I met a guy in Neon that wanted me to take some stuff to uh, um, New Atlantic City. Was um, it legal stuff, Steve? Steve. Uh, you I know what? I got a bad five from him, he so told I didn't. You not didn't to look inside it. the bag. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just walked away. I just said nope <laughs> to dope. Nope to drugs. To dope. Yeah, and certainly, yet you're certainly you know, um, contraband can be very lucrative, but it is also a dangerous business. You because... get scanned all the goddamn time. Every time I fast travel, just scanning for contraband. Well, only yeah. only do oh, a, yeah. a, a handful of planets, but. Yeah. You know, I go to them pretty Pick regularly. Up by well, but the ones, but the ones that you go to that don't, you know, nine times out of ten, there's nowhere to sell it on those plan- on those systems. Right. Um, so there's only a couple of specific places you can go where you don't get scanned, and um, you know, if if you're not a pirate, then there's one. Do you have to go to yeah, a, the, a, the den in the wolf system? Is what we've a recommended. Fence, last basically, in, in Skyrim or, or Elder Scrolls, they have fences, right? So you have to go to a specific place to sell but, bad yeah. stuff. Is that, that the said, same? Concept? Any, any trade authority. So if you get contraband on a planet, and that's yeah. what's kind of happened for me. So like I've traveled contraband, sold it down a few times, but like on Mars, I found a decent amount of contraband on Mars, and you know, I'm already there. They're, they don't scan you once you're on a planet. Right. So you just you, you take it, you truck it back to the trade authority if they're there, and you can get rid of it. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> you know what else yeah. is sort of similar to that? I, uh, 
I had stolen a uh, pirate ship. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I pirated the pirates. <laughs> I, I flew it back to uh, to New Atlantis to, without uh, catching some Varun pamphlets or something. And there, yeah, there was there was some contraband in there. And I'm like, oh crap! Oh, whoops! I should have assumed. <laughs> you know what else is funny? Sort of along those lines. Um, you can run right by all the, you know, the, the, the cops, the authorities, and no one ever flags you down and say, hey, you have a bounty. But as soon as I went up and engaged a conversation with one of those people, they're like, oh, hey, you have a bounty. You're coming with me. But if you're just running by them, they never, ever say anything to you or, like, you know, keep your hands to yourself or, like, any of the guard things from Skyrim. Yeah, like Skyrim, they, where they just uh, yank you out of... Yeah, they just, like... <laughs> you know, into a conversation hey, come screen. here. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of surprised, and I was like... It's just more talking, realistic, though. Yeah, you know, just talking to the cop or whatever, and then he was like, oh, wait, you're coming with me. I'm like, oh, no, wait, yeah. hey, come on, hang on. <laughs> They might not get a good look at your face with your little chunk, your chunks trucker hat pulled down. You yeah, know? <laughs> chunks, baby. You got that chunk snap back. They don't look so close until you come up and talk to them or you walk through one of the scanner sections for the bounty. Oh, but, and I did discover you can you can get past uh, the entrance to um, to New Atlantis without walking through the scanner. How do you um, get up there? What's your if technique? you go, you know, when you're when you when you walk towards the ramp, if you instead go to the right, mm-hmm. um, there's a fence, and you can jump over the fence. And then you sell and walk all through your the bushes, and you're inside the uh, inside the city without going through the scanners. Now, if you were to fast travel from there, you wouldn't be scanned either, right? Like if you just you load in yeah, the dock you, and you fast yeah, travel you lodge. Just the lodge. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Uh, but the last quest I wanted to mention was a specific side quest I want to shout out as just being cool. Uh, and it's the one that where you get, it's a random thing that pops up because you run into a guy who calls you Charlie and mentions some excitement in the Altair system. Charlie stress three. calls and such. Charlie 3. Yeah, Charlie Charlie's three. met today. Yeah, <laughs> that's Charlie 3 to talk to in a while. But uh, anyway, it starts a quest called Ground Pounder if you go there and investigate. And I highly recommend it as it's a very fighty quest. But it's a nice combination of a lot of ground fighting, little exploration, some defense missions, and some dog fighting in space. Although that was relatively easy on this one. It's a lower level, lower level system. Um, but it's fantastic quest, really cool characters. Uh, Captain Myung is one of my favorite people I've met in the game. I really liked her. And you get a great weapon as a, a reward called the Peacekeeper, which is a named AA-99 while we're talking about them. And that's a rifle. But it's a pretty darn great uh a ninety nine. So I've got that yeah. as one of my two, one of my two main backup weapons because I'm specking in pistols still. I've got level three pistols. I do fifty percent more damage. That plus ballistic. I'm doing great on pistols. But when stuff hits the fan or you run into a terramorph, um, it's great to have an automatic and something you can you can use for that. So that's that's one of my two of those. But yes, try ground pounder. It's cool. And if you do this. She's one of the characters that you might meet randomly afterwards, you just out in space. And I love that. I love that that happens with some missions that you don't just run into characters once. After you talk to them, you see them at a bar somewhere else. You know, you run into them on a planet doing something or maybe come across them again in space. Like, it's just the world is a really living world. Um, yeah. We talked about books. One of my fave things I ran into, uh, there was a woman reading from Frank, reading from Frankenstein. In New Atlantis. I just sat down with all the citizens and listened to a read from Frankenstein for like three minutes. Fantastic. I love little things like that. And it's a very living world. After a major catastrophe somewhere, 
everyone references it. Like you mentioned the guards, like people, it totally changes them. You go back, you talk to uh, uh, Commander Tuala with the UC Vanguard. He knows the different things you've been up to and what you've accomplished. Like it's a very, very living world. And that makes a huge difference to me. I think they were- Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I can see where all the voice lines went in this game. Like why there are so many. Oh yeah. Yeah, so many. Um, Yeah, same if- you know, if you go somewhere, you know, where there's some shady characters um, and you've done the Mantis quest, um, you know, there's dialogue for that, too. You know, just random conversations, you know, that two uh, crooks are having with each other in the bar. And in space. Mm, yeah. There's an event that can happen. At least one. Think that has anything to do with uh, all the people who play Skyrim who are complaining that after you become Thane, they still say, "Hey, keep your hands to yourself, you little bugger," or whatever. And it's like there, there's no, yeah. no context at yeah, all. Context yeah. of your accomplishments and achievements, and you're like, "Hey, I fucking run this town, douchebag. Leave me alone." Yeah, like I'm a Thane. Okay, don't be calling me sneak thief. Yeah, sneak yeah. thief. But that pretty exactly. much does it for my gameplay. A lot of Starfield. Hope I didn't get too deep into it because I know we already have. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you guys heard other languages yet? Like characters speaking other languages? Because I expect uh, everyone's from Earth, so I get that. But not everyone on Earth speaks English. So, like, uh, have you heard other people speaking other languages throughout different planets? Are there other? I know we haven't run into too many aliens or whatever yet necessarily. Uh, but uh, is English the spoken language of the of space yeah you hear a lot of accents yeah yeah which would lead you to believe that there are other languages right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but nope not hearing other languages really maybe a snippet here and there i mean every once in a while you would hear you know chinese and fallout or you know argonian and Skyrim, <laughs> or you know, orc, orcish, whatever that language is called, or summer, I don't know. I think the only time I've heard other languages was when someone was quoting something. Like I feel like there's been a couple times that it was just about a quote. You know, like they'll blah 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 say something and then immediately mm-hmm. explain what they said or why. And how much of uh, Mary Shelley would have you gotten out of that lady uh, if oh. you sat and listened <laughs> to Frankenstein for in, in perpetuity? Like how? How I feel long? like there was more to it than what they had in the book. When you get pick up Frankenstein, there's one page. Mm-hmm. I feel like she had two or three pages worth. Two or three pages. It wasn't okay. that long, but it was like you know, I had a good three minutes sitting like there I, listening. I found Catcher in the Rye. I think it's like would you, there's no way J.D. Salinger would allow the rights for that to be used if you know anything about that curmudgeon. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I wonder how they did that. <laughs> yeah, I mean the pirates kind of have their own vernacular. It's uh, yeah, don't know what you what you'd call that. Oh yeah. Di- dialect maybe who knows yeah a lot of a lot of their own jargon and slang manner of speaking mm. house Verdon probably does too but of course i haven't met many of them oh. all right uh any yeah, other at least not talk to them right <laughs> any other um gameplay stuff you'd like to mention there jess no nah, i want to hear about your adventures in fallout shelter Andrew. oh boy uh well that uh, has been my sort of dominant game here well the last couple of months it seems too but uh Definitely this week, um, started the new job, like I said, so I didn't have lots of uh, extra time for for gaming, just sort of lots of, uh, you know, dedication to getting used to the new schedule and all that. So, um, you know, I, was, I, I managed to get my Fallout 76 dailies in every day, 
Uh, but really, if I was sitting down to play a game, it, it was mainly just uh, laying in bed and uh, doing shelter for a while before actually falling asleep. Um, my main goal this week was just to get everybody pregnant. And that's that's a pretty good goal for, uh, you know, a Wednesday night, right? It's, it's just a good a, week's just, work. Just I mean, get everybody what, just pregnant. one night? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, that, 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 yeah, pretty much the whole week I was just like working on different sections of inviting all the ladies over and, uh, you know, having them leave happy, of course. Um, and I died. My character Andrew in the vault died, so I have to create a, a new Andrew. You know how I created uh, each of us on the Fallout feed and we we're having our nice happy podcast uh, room, but it got attacked and the death claw killed me. So it's like, huh? Well, <laughs> should I just quit now? <laughs> no, that's a. <laughs> I, I took another uh, fresh baby who had just uh, grown up to an adult. Took them down to the barber shop, altered them to look like me again, and I'm just gonna start myself over again. Like it's ne- new, new life, next life, whatever that game is. Um, I'm starting to get some pretty cool. Stuff that I hadn't actually noticed before in the update, like um, the um, what is the Assaultron head um, is now a weapon in Fallout Shelter, which I'd never noticed before. So that's pretty fun. Oh, neat. Um, and I think it does irradiate you when you use it because that character always has lots of radiation. So I'm like, that's weird. Did they glow uh, a little bit? They, <laughs> they have a nasty red bar got some robot armor which i don't know if i'd ever noticed before so that was really cool um let's see what else there's just like certain little things that they're dropping in from the new update that i still hadn't been exposed to a lot that i'm starting to see a lot more so that, that that's been fun oh i you know fighting protectrons out on quests and stuff i hadn't seen protectrons as enemies and stuff like that before so and they're really cute you know how the you know fallout shelters just you know, like really cute design and the it's, the death claws look adorable like i'd love a little death claw plushie that looks like from from fallout shelter but uh yeah the oh big time the, the yeah the protectrons are just really huggable they look adorable uh so i've been having a lot it'd be of fun. great in yeah. the game if they had the assaultrons and like your little vault dwellers would shoot it and then it would yeah. crawl on the ground oh. <laughs> after them <laughs> blast you in the face like with the way laser. they do and Oh, that's so scary. That's always, it is so totally one of the most creepy things. One of the things that I um, was sort of noticing the other day is that super mutants are mentioned in the text dialogue. If you send someone out into the wasteland and just start exploring, you know, it gives you a time code and then what happened, another time code and then what's happened. Super mutants are mentioned in that conversation and so are what are they called centaurs or whatever those weird like slug people were called from fallout 3 what yep centaurs centaurs those are mentioned too but they introduced new bad guys like the they introduced robots they introduced alien invaders and stuff like that but still like one of the most iconic and classic all the way back to fallout 1 is the super mutant why have they not added a super mutant attack or Super, you know, if run into a super mutant out and and on a quest or something like that, I've just sort of puzzled as to some of the um, iconic Fallout symbols that uh, have have been omitted for some reason. So I keep, you know, crossing my fingers. And who knows if Fallout Shelter will ever get another update 
again, I don't know if it's still a, a constantly played game, if it gets enough support out there where that is something they will continue to support on. Because, you know, evidently enough people were still playing it during the alien invasion introduction to fallout 76 that they brought a lot of those updates over to shelter so that leads you to believe that they're still watching the numbers of shelter and yada yada i mean we've talked on iguana bits about how they have been updating it more and more the last year it was it was starting just before last halloween we got our first update it was september i'm pretty sure so it was a year ago um coming leading halloween then we got a thanksgiving update and then uh alien stuff we've got a quest for each of the holidays and yeah they're paying a lot more attention to it the last year which makes you wonder Mm. fallout shelter online right that's what that means we're good (laughs) that's the hope we'll get it we'll get it one day you guys all right um I was just noticing 76 dailies. Jesse, you were mentioning that they were like making the daily sort of easier. I don't know if you said easier, but I took it as easier. Uh, But they're making them sort of like thematic, like kill 10 animals, then cook 10 meat-based meals and eat 10 meat-based meals. You know, like, so it's like they're stacking the things that you do. So you only actually have to do one thing really is go kill 10 animals. And then like, there's four of the four of the six daily quests that are, that are sort of piggybacking on each other. And then there's always cripple a mire lurk. It's been like in it, like 12 days in a row. You're like, what the fuck you guys? But, uh, I, I do enjoy that. They stacking the, um, the dailies like that it's, it really makes it so you know i remember ray was saying back in the day if it taking me more than 15 20 minutes to do my daily quest then it's taking me too long well you can go kill your 10 animals and be done with you know doing your dailies in about six minutes now you know what i mean you can you can really rip through those dailies if you have a good solid plan of what you're going to do and don't dilly dally you can get in and out really quickly and uh so that's pretty much my 76, just doing the dailies and such, and uh, lots and lots of shelter, so having fun with that. I've gotten all the ladies pregnant in shelter, like I, managed, like I mentioned, um, because I'm planning on doing a huge expansion, and I want everybody ready to go at once, if that makes any sense. I'm going to just build a ton of living spaces, have the power and food and water rooms ready to go for once they um grow up they'll move into so i'll just sort of build all the living spaces then birth you know I'll, I'll build all the um the power and water and everything and have those ready to go and just empty sitting there and then right before i log off i'll birth all the babies that are possible and then i'll log out and you know it takes a kid i think three or six hours to actually grow up from a child to an adult so i'll just log out that whole time because the kids count against your food and water expenditures so like they need to f- eat and drink but they can't contribute to the vault so you you cannot be logged in in that time because all of my resources will get depleted so i'll de- deliver all the babies log out for like a day or whatever and let everyone grow up so that I can, they, when they come back i can just assign everyone to a room immediately and not have to waste any of my resources and that, that's going to be my next big expansion but i need to sort of sit down and plan out the power and uh water and food necessary and i think i've built most of the i can't think of any of the rooms that i haven't built yet i don't think so you're not quite to the point where you can build 
the endurance training room to train no, up I, your No, I guys. have all those. Yeah, I have got a row of... Uh, you have those? Yeah, and okay. I always, like, I don't know if you guys always do it that way, but I always just spell out special. I do, tr- you know, strength, perception, endurance, you know, charisma, intelligence. Yeah. yeah. I always spell out <laughs> special, even though that's not the order you get access to them in. And on when when you open your build menu, right. they're, not, they're not spelled out in that fashion, but that's always the way I, I, I build them just for... Ease and of, really, uh, the most important one is endurance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I was sort of doing a little case study, like without going back and googling, saying, "Okay, what special stat does what?" Um, I was thinking that, oh, you need high endurance to uh, help your, you know, your questing about it. Well, endurance doesn't really help. It gives you more hit points, but it doesn't actually help your damage resistance at all. That's the I've gathered through a little testing is the strength category so you only want to worry about endurance when you're actually clicking the arrow that levels them up so you want to if you have a seven or five endurance outfit swap it onto your your um little character hit that level up button and then you can put them back into whatever outfit is in because the only the only thing that endurance matters is during the level up period endurance will give you more hit points per level up but they don't need to be wearing it like constantly or whatever it's just when when the second that you hit that that up arrow to to level up the people so um i was putting people with high endurance in my like defense positions like the vault door and stuff but then i was like wait a second the rate that those the their um, hit points, their little green bars going down is much more on the endurance guy than the guy who's right next to him who has a high strength but low endurance. So, like, a, you know, doing a little uh, testing for myself, I figured out, oh, t- endurance is just a level-up thing. It's not an actual damage resistance or health thing, mm-hmm. really. So, I mean, it gives you more hit points, but you, you, still, if you don't have a high strength, you're, you're uh, you know, you're... Uh, health bar goes down pretty darn quickly during battles and the last thing i wanted to uh, talk about in my gameplay was fuck starfield i actually got so angry because we uh did like i mentioned we had a nice long teaching session of ray and just so much fun walking andrew slowly walking andrew through describing <laughs> each and every step looking at little you know diagrams showing andrew what to do and then I went and I tried to do it myself for like two hours. And you did a great job. And I, I thought, bet you built a wonderful ship. I mm-hmm. thought I had it down. I was like, okay, I got Dude. my weapons. I'm Dude. ready to go. If you remember, the situation is I'm stuck in a part of the main quest where there's no way around it. I have to do a space He's battle. Getting close to the end, y'all. And so what, um, I don't know if I'm close to the end or not. Like, I feel like I'm close to the end, but I still still could be like 14 quests left. You still have 20 hours of gameplay left. <laughs> Um, but, uh, there's a space battle that I'm locked into. Like each time I load that save, uh, it's like engaging. There's no, I can't fast travel away. I can't, you know, fly around him. I can't like land on the planet to avoid it or anything like that. So I have to engage in the space battle and my ship just sucks. So, uh, Ray and Jess like spent a very long time. A uh, very detailed conversation explaining to Andrew what to do, how to do it. Just shared a screen, showed all of the building things, and you know described everything in great detail. It's like, okay, I got this. I'm going to nail you it do. this time. You 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 did perfect. I bet, except that you went and you had no weapons. 
Yeah, I no. went. I went and did everything. Loaded up the save. Went back. Uh, engage in my space battle. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna blast you, motherfuckers. And engage my weapons and. And so I'm error, 90 error, error. 90% <laughs> or 99% sure that you just didn't assign any weapons to a weapon group. That I like I said in the chat right when you first said it. I know you don't want to go back and and, and do all that again because <laughs> it's such a pain. But but I'm pretty sure you you did you reduced down to just like one weapon type, maybe two. Yeah. And you ignored all the errors, but the one error you can't ignore is not assigning to a weapon group. That's when you go to the second tab, like everything's the build tab. Mm-hmm. When you're on doing your flight check. You go to the other, there's another tab there on flight check, weapon assignments. That's where you assign your weapon to a group. And I feel like all of your weapons are unassigned. So they're there, but you can't cheat. And that's all you have to do. The other thing is, is that um, when you, when you do a rebuild like that, um, it doesn't, if you've completely replaced all your weapons, it doesn't apply power to them. Well, right. You just power them up when when Um, you're in your ship. If you go to shoot them, there's no power to them. They don't fire. See, I'm sure I, he put power bars too. No, though. I thought, yeah, I was thought, oh, maybe I just need to power them. And I went and tried to power them up, and there was just a blank column. There was no option to power them up. I'm like, okay, that, oh, that is, huh. if there's if there's no place to put power, then you did not assign a weapon. Yeah, and that's all it is. You just didn't yeah. assign them. I all bet right. the ship is perfect. All right, I'm going to go back and do it again, guys. It was so ready, <laughs> be ready for a rant next so, week and, about and how it didn't work again. <laughs> and, and so let me add one more thing to that. Go back even further on your saves so that the very first thing you do when you come out of the build menu is drop into a dogfight. So go back a save and then do your building, test it out a little bit. Yeah. Get get, a couple of saves. You know, get, uh, you know, get a little experience with the new weapon systems and everything that you've got and then jump into the, to the piece of the quest and you'll that, get that just by jumping system to system or planet mm, to planet a few times you'll find you'll, a fight you'll find a fight somewhere. when when you do that space uh battle simulator thing you guys were explaining to me last week yeah do you get to use your own ship or just sort of like a display ship it's it's their ship okay yeah, it's theirs. So, it's yeah, a so i can't B. test it out in in that okay. no right. no but yeah save before you do it um yeah go back a save or two go back a little ways save before you change your ship Save as soon as you're done before you do anything, and uh, then go test it out. And that way uh, you'll have a fully adjusted ship, so you only need to adjust what doesn't work, if anything. Next week, I might need to set up a GoFundMe to buy Andrew a new television after I throw my fucking <laughs> controller through my TV screen. <sighs> okay. I felt so you guys, bad. You guys ready for you guys, that? You guys, this was like by Sunday of last week that he was all F Starfield and so mad. I didn't. <laughs> I haven't played it since. I I put the controller down and have not touched Starfield all week because it made yeah. me so well. And so and if you you know if you if you go in knowing that you know the first thing I'm going to do is get my butt kicked. Yeah, you're not going to want to do that. No, that's why you need right. to go yeah. back, even if it's you know means a little extra. You know, going and replaying some stuff. Um, it'll be worth it. Just need Andrew. to get involved in a different dog fight. Yes, did Jess, you see up? the time? I think we're two hours into the show so far. Oh, just good lord! Uh, this see, is about, a new record. About two ten. <laughs> yeah, just on gameplay, but over two hours. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, do yeah, you want to talk some quests? We should Starfield stuff to its own podcast. <laughs> yeah, we definitely should. Um, <laughs> before we hop into quest, Steve, uh, did you want to tell us anything about your adventures in Dry Rock Gulch or Galactic Zone? Um, over and above the feedback that I sent in about yeah, because no, we already no, heard no, about no, those. He actually oh, did we? We heard what, about Dry the... Rock. Oh, he sorry. worked back. Yeah, that was last week's episode. I started at at, at Galactic Zone so that I could um, make the Nuka Colas um, at a place uh, for towards like Beverageer, and there's a an achievement for shooting big creatures on Nuka World creatures on some sort of crafted Nuka Cola, and so I wanted to. I cleared out the Galactic Zone first because I wanted to make the Nuka Colas there. So before I went into some of the other areas, because I knew like when I went into Dry Rock Gulch, there'd okay. be a whole heap of blood worms blood that I worms. could drink a, a a Nuka Twin before going in there and then get credit for that. Drink um, a Nuka Blood. Yeah. <laughs> so I did right. that. Sorry, that was, um, that was my bad. So you did a sort of uh, flip-flop reverse. Uh, what was the... You said you had uh, out of... A little bit of uh, data together to present a feedback. Uh, what what were you going to cover in that one? Oh, um, yeah that ta- that takes us into kind of a lot of the quests, except for um, the Grandchester Mystery House. I went over there. Oh, nice, the little ghost um, girl. Yeah, yeah, totally. I went down there because um, I love that little area. And then there's also the hubologists out there that way. And um, when I went through the Grandchester Mystery House, because one, I wanted to grab a scra- scaver magazine that's in there. Yeah. And um, there's at one point you, you you have to wait for the doors to open. And um, and then in one room, there's an Assaultron that comes out at you. And the, also the little girl ghost is there. But I have an explosive weapon. And so I was shooting it. And I think I did some damage to the little girl ghost. No way. Which, Yeah. Which then um, bugs out the Grandchester house, and you can't progress past that room. <laughs> but the ghost gets so, mad that you shoot her. What? Come on, ghost. I guess. Yeah, because she never ran away. She just stood there, staring at me. Right? You know, normally she comes in and runs away from you, but That's like in weird. that case, she stayed there. So I had to go back and reload. And then when I reloaded, I was back by the hubologist, and then the hubologist started glitching out. And getting all weird. Um, they just Are you weren't finding active. that the longer you go into your survival run, the weirder things get. Even though you're That's playing, what I was like, thinking. Vanilla, mm-hmm. especially certain areas, um, like even out there by by the hubologist, I was seeing like weird dirt patches that weren't that were like floating a little bit. You yeah, know? and, and for no mods, going... that shouldn't be happening. But the unofficial patch does fix some stuff, like. And the way saves, we know the bigger the saves get, the more things go wrong. And that's not just with mods, because even the base game has, you know, yeah. some dirt in there. <laughs> yeah. I was getting worried about it, worried about my save. Um, so, um, I and the hubologists, I never did get them to unglitch. Um, so I never finished their quest. I was totally going to put too many cores in and spin <laughs> them up. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, so, anyways, I did reload and I went back through the Grandchester Mystery House. Um, 
I swear, as I recall, uh, honestly, I, I think I died at some point along the way, and then I had to reload a third time and go back and do it again. I think that's how it happened. Um, and I got through. And then later on, I'll tell you, I was I was working on beverage here, making multiple uh, 20 types of different Nuka-Colas. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And one of them is called the the bomb bombardier or something uh nuka bomb drop and oh, so the bomb drop okay the bomb drop right i had to make the nuka bomb drop and you need rum to make the bomb drop but rum is not something that you can purchase from a vendor it's only it's only picked up from a couple certain areas huh um, one of them happens to be the Grandchester Mystery House. Okay, so that worked out. Well, apparently <laughs> I had gone through and picked it up at some point and probably sold it off because I was just like picking up stuff and then selling it off for caps. So it wasn't where it was supposed to be. So I had to go back all the way to the Cabot House where there's there is apparently oh, no. there's a bottle down in the basement of rum. Down in the refrigerator there? And you're doing yeah. pure survival, so there's no fast travel. There's no, oh my god! No, I was doing a lot of traveling back and forth between Nuka World and the Commonwealth. Though Good it Lord. was not a big deal. I was constantly going back and forth. I just got used to it. Where was your sleeping bag safe point for Grandchester? Is there a place outside near there where, if you reloaded, you wouldn't have to travel too far? At the hubologist, um, where they at? they're at a diner. They're at a um, old, yeah, right, Mel's right, diner. Right. Yeah, there. Um, so there's a sleeping bag in there that I kept waking back up at. Yeah, very cool. And yeah, so that was good. Um, and then I did. Then I think that was the last magazine I needed to get the librarian. Are there five scavs? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, there's five. You remember what any I of them do? I where they all are, but I could tell you actually where they all are. I have a, I have a handy spreadsheet here. Handy dandy note. With <laughs> all of the... Um, yeah, that's also what I did was I had a spreadsheet with the Nuka Cola, so I knew what I had to make, make those to find the magazines, to find the cappies, to get the star cores. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> to do this, I know. to do this, to do this. Oof. Yeah, so the magazines. There's one in Galactic Zone, uh, one in Nuka World Junkyard, one in Kitty Kingdom, one in Grandchester, and one in Dry Rocket Gulch. Wow. I don't think... No, I know for a fact I didn't get all of them. You would want the one in the Grandchester. It gives you a plus to explosives. Oh, that's I nice. should. I haven't. That's probably like I knew that I haven't been there yet. So I need to go visit our ghost girlfriend. Yeah. Give me better. So holy crap. Looking at the Nuka cooler. Um, so you make a Nuka cooler with uh, with quantum quartz and victory. And it gives you plus twelve hundred hit points. Uh, plus 50 max hit points. Um, it does give you five radiation, but it also gives you. 349 action points and wow. adds 20 uh, action points to your total. 
It makes you Superman. Holy cow. That's crazy. Uh, how achievement checklist, Steve? Where are you? Achievement. Like, where am I at right now? To get all yes. of them, you done? Achievement hunt I'm over. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Really, you got all of them. Oh my gosh! Yep. Congratulations. Yep. So, how yeah. to take over is eight raider camps in the Commonwealth, which we'll get to. You did the beverage year. You did eyes on the prize with the nuke cave tickets. I did. Did you? you know, I did. did you do the basketball cheat thing. No. no, I did the explosive weapon thing. I, the I, that's probably one <laughs> of the ducks. Yeah. The ducks. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. I'm glad that worked for you. And you were also, you you were picking up rolls. You were checking trash cans. You were getting it every which way. I was surprised. I there did. are more rolls than I remembered, like running around the different parks. I'm like, oh, there are more rolls than I thought, but they don't add up to that much. Yeah. You know, I found a lot of those dirt piles that had tickets in them all over the um, main street. Uh, and over by Fizz Top Grill, and then I made the post about it on I think on the Discord, like oh I found them in these piles and stuff, and there weren't that many outside of that zone, <laughs> so that's pretty much kind of the only zone they had that I I wasn't finding those piles of tickets everywhere throughout the park. Very A little cool. bit in the parking lot. All right, sounds good. Uh, any other feedback there you want to mention before we hop into this week's quests? I uh, just the quest will work into it, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and roll into it. Ray, let's hear about your adventures because you said you had a special route to uh, have to sort of navigate your way through this quest, right? Was that just at the end with Power Play or was it for the No, it was, it was just home sweet home. Okay. Um, so went and talked to Shank. And uh, he says, okay, we need to start, you know, taking settlements. I'm like, great. Um, and send me in coach. Let's go. So, you know, he gave me the list of, of places to go. And so I picked County Crossing uh, because I hadn't taken that one yet. Now and, on that list, some are lit up, some are grayed out. Do you know why? Are they ones where if there's no, if there's no people there, can you, can you not choose those or? I don't know. Cause I'm running a mod. Okay. Got it. Go on. Um, and so went to County Crossing and, uh, so I have a ballistic weave, uh, green dress, which gives me plus two charisma. I've got the, the, uh, black glasses, which gives me one. And I've got a, a ballistic weave, uh, press boy cap, uh, that gives me plus two. So on top of my already nine charisma, I get five more. And so I went to the guys at at County Crossing and said, hey, look, I'm going to take your your land. I'll let you leave. Otherwise, I'm going to kill you. Mm -hmm. And they said, "Okay, we're leaving. See you later. (laughs) So you convinced them with the uh, the orange option. Did you have to pay them at all or anything? No, 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 no. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, you know, all right. So County Crossing's good. Um, and off I go back to Shank, uh, talk to him. He's like, great. Okay. So now we need, um, somebody to supply us with caps. Um, so I went to Green Top, uh, nursery and, uh, you know, that was another one that I hadn't, 
you know, been to? Because the, the mod that I have, you know, sends you to places where you haven't been. So he, he gives you a list. Like when I'm doing it, I, I got a big old list uh -huh. um, that to choose from. So does yours basically just list everything or does it only list ones you don't own? How does that, how does that work? Uh, just list the places I don't own. Okay. See, mine listed a bunch that I own. Like, okay. like pretty much all of the ones I could take that were lit up were ones I owned. So I went for Green Top as my first. Uh, Green Top okay. is what I is what I did. And yeah, I chose it. He's like, what, boss, is not a settlement you control? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, mm. whoa, ruthless. Like that was a really, <laughs> it was a fun response. I'm like, yeah, yeah you know what? Apparently, he's like, you realize if you do this, you won't be able to, uh, you know, run it anymore. I'm like, no, let's give it to the gangs. Let's go. So yeah, that was cool. fun. Um, yeah, I I also got, I also took uh, County Crossing, which I did not have. Um, and so, yeah, uh, I think we took them, took it by violence though, mm. um, with the operators. I went in and we we shot. Oh, yeah, I went by myself. Okay. I didn't take any raiders with me. Yeah, I haven't done I haven't done raiders with me yet, but I did talk down on the mm. first one. But Green Top, I won the um the orange challenge the first time, and then I paid some credits because I'm not a monster. But let me tell you, it was so sad. Like there I am, and there and she's like, yeah, but this is our home. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm like here, you know, thousand caps, and I'm like here, just go. And she actually they took them. And they just started leaving. I had like seven settlers at Green Top. And they're just like kind of filing out between their, you know, look, look downcast. And and you go to talk to them. And they're like, yeah, no, leave me alone. And have you done enough? And you bully, blah, blah, blah. And like, they're just all wandering off. And I just, I heard like the Incredible Hulk theme playing in the background. It was very sad. So with, you know, with a little bit of... Uh, um, convincing uh, Green Top agreed to go ahead and supply me with caps. Um, and so I went back to Shank. Yeah. Um, so County Crossing is your outpost and Green Top is your, uh, is your one that provides yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, your caps provision. Um, back to Shank. Now you got to go find somebody that will supply us with food. Mm -hmm. um, and so... Grey Garden. Uh, Grey Garden. No, where'd I go? Um, I wanted to stay nearby. Maybe you went to the slog. That's what I did for my support location. It might, yeah, might have been the slog. Um, mm, Tarberry. But, you know, so again, easy, easy to convince them, um, you know, to supply with food. And so then, you know, back to Shank. Um, and, uh, you know, I am so glad that I hotkeyed that vanilla weather. <laughs> um, because every single time I traveled by that tram, um, I would get some kind of a rad storm, um, either <laughs> on the Nuka world side or on the Commonwealth side. Um, I, at one point, I mean, I tried like three or four times to, uh, to fast travel away from, uh, uh from sunshine tidings and arrived dead, uh, because of, uh, of radiation. So um, I made liberal use of the uh, clear the weather uh, hotkey. But uh, so this time when I went back to Shank, he tells me, okay, now build, you know, builds, you need, you know, we need to make the Raiders happy. Um, so go back and build, um, you know, some, some fun stuff uh, for them to do. And so, 
Um, and then you go, oh my god, I got to go all the way back to County Crossing again from here? Again, yep. Dude, seriously. So much fast travel, but at least at this point, <laughs> at least at this point, after back and forth like three or four times, you can tell Shank to move to your outpost. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't at first. You have to go find and then leave and then come back and send raiders. And I mean, there's about four fast travels back and forth. Or, <laughs> I mean, I can get between settlements because, by the way, my supply lines did not go away. Um, only the one to the settlement that I was taking over went away, but my other supply lines were still there. So I could run to a nearby settlement, fast travel, and then run down to uh, Nuka World. Is that how it worked for you, or did all years go away? Yeah, none of mine went away. And actually, okay, I, my county crossing automatically got a supply line. Okay. Um, so as soon as I took it, I was able to fast travel between there and... and uh, uh, sunshine tidings. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as soon it did as I make chose, that a lot easier. As soon as I chose one I owned, because I had to choose one I owned, you immediately in the right hand got a pop-up message, you know, uh, Green Top is no longer allied to you. Or like, mm-hmm. this this settlement is no longer your settlement, is what happened when I did that. Yeah, yeah um, basically, my experience was if I took a place, it would interrupt the provisioners in or out of that specific place that i took but it didn't yeah it didn't affect the rest but oftentimes i was like cutting off a long chain Mm -hmm. so yeah so then uh i i went back and i was gonna build the uh the radio you know so they could listen to uh nuke world radio yeah world radio three dog Um, but i could not find it in the menu I'm like, what the hell? I looked through every single place it could, you know, possibly be, and didn't see it. Um, so then, all right, well, you know, let me build the still. Um, you know, because a still is one of the things you can build. So, right, um, it doesn't need power. Yeah, start looking through. No still. All right. <clears throat> so the drug dispensary, got to have that. So went looking through, couldn't find that either. So I looked and okay, did I not get? Uh, wasteland warlord um, but i looked and nope it was in my perk list um but it would not let me build them so i couldn't uh i couldn't increase the happiness uh, because i had gone back to shank and you know when i figured out i couldn't build them to see if i had missed something and went to talk to him again and he was like no you need to you need to take care of the uh the settlement we have before you do anything else right and i was getting that while waiting for my happiness to get up there but yours was already up there and it wouldn't change for him um well no so my happiness was at 60 percent because i couldn't build any of the stuff that made him happy right right okay um so i'm like okay this is ridiculous why can't i do this um so i'm like okay fine i'll just console him in um so i Went in the console, made a couple of console commands, and you know, built all the stuff. You know, the radio and the amplifier. So we were listening to uh, to you know, Blue Eyes or whatever his name is. <laughs> um, and my happiness went from sixty to sixty-two. Oh, good job with old Blue Eyes. That's a big <laughs> bump. All right. In even you even did the. Uh, the the pick them up station and the still and all that like yeah 
these objects, the objects you build to create settler happiness are are hilarious. Oh, you put yeah. down the still, they start drinking. You put down the the pick them up refrigerator, uh, and like they wander over and they just start like injecting themselves immediately. I'm just like, dude, oh, yeah. whoa, were, slow down! It wasn't even powered it. yet. They're like, oh man, uh, yeah. like raiders. Um, so and so I'm like, okay, fine. This is this is just you know this is out of control. Um, so I I spawned into gorillas. <laughs> and still no happiness bump. So by this time I had moved uh, Shank to the, um, to the settlement, but anytime I went up to talk to him, all I could do was trade with him. Wow. So they wouldn't get happiness. None of this would happen. That's, yeah. that's awful. And they had food. You like, you did the food thing too. Oh, yeah. That, that yeah, was an they... issue, but I just went and grabbed a bunch of meat fruit and stuff. And yeah. you'd built a, a Raider flag. Right. Yeah, you gotta build, build the Raider flag, flag for one yeah. of them. And then it built a transmitter. You have to build the Raider transmitter. Yep. Yep. Okay. And because sometimes the radio, the red radio settlement uh, item doesn't show up in my build menu until I've built the transmitter, I think. Yeah. And they, um, it, because it automatically connected to my other uh, settlements, they're all like maxed out supplies. Um, so immediately I had like, you know, you know, thousands and thousands of, you know, supplies to be able to build stuff with and, you know, all kinds of food, tons of water, you know, and nothing. So what did you do? Um, so I double checked where I was at the in the quest, and it showed you know that the quest stage I was on was right where I should be to be able to talk to Shank and uh, complete the quest. Um, I'm like, okay, fine. Well, let me let me just see if I can just end the quest. So I put in um, you know this the stage uh, as you know for the final uh, stage of the quest, which should have ended the quest. Um, but it didn't. It didn't do anything. Um, and so I'm like, well, crap. I have no idea what to do. Um, so the only logical thing to do is start the next quest. So, okay. So, so I consoled, I consoled <laughs> in. So I had gotten, I've got one, I've got one settlement and then they're being supplied by cat with caps and with, you know, food. And all the supplies they could possibly want, um, but I couldn't get any further than that. And, and so the next quest stage would have been what talk to Shank and uh, claim two additional outposts. So you never yeah. got to the two additional outposts. I, it, it just wouldn't. It wouldn't. Yeah, it just would not happen. All mm -hmm. I could do was trade with him. Um, so I started power play, and that kicked off and started up. So Shank says, "Oh, hey." Oh, now you're going to talk to me, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he says, there's trouble in Nuka world. You need to get back there right away. Why don't you go take care of it, Shank, you jerk? I'm like, okay, fine. Um, so back I went. And uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, it was, um, it was the dead of night. And, you know, with the darker, you know, with the darker nights mod, um, I couldn't see crap <laughs> and I, I tried to go back to Fizztop to do a, a save in the bed up there. And, uh, there were a bunch of, uh, 
of uh, disciples. Uh, They're waiting for you. Waiting for me. Mm. <laughs> and, and, you know, the disciples are the worst because they're right there, right next to uh, Fiztop. And uh, so they took me out uh, before I could, I couldn't see them, um, you know, to, to be able to react fast enough before they killed me. Um, so it, it, it respawned me in, uh, on the tram ride. So I had to sit through the tram ride again. And, you know, when you go oh, no. from, from the Commonwealth, when you go from nuclear world to the Commonwealth, it's instant, you know, it just, it starts up and then goes to black and then boom, you're in the Commonwealth. When you're going to nuclear world, you have to sit through the entire ride. 10 minute goddamn right. ride. Yeah. Um, and so got back there this time. Um, I was expecting them and, uh, you know, with Vats, uh, Blitz, and the Ripper, they were, you know, quickly dispatched. Toast. Got my sleeping save in and uh, and was off to the power plant. But now you guys, I'm sure, had an opportunity to uh, to repeat the settlement process several times. Well, yes. Now, I only got partway through. So I'll just tag in on what you said. I talked about some of it while you went through, um, you know, talked with Shank, did the back and forth, did green top. Like I said, I, I did the talk down. And uh, so after you, you know, you kick the settlers out of a settlement one way or another, whether you talk them, pay them, shoot them, however you do it, you go back and you send, you know, you send in, you plant the flag for your gang. There is a spot, a spot that I don't think you mentioned uh, where it's like, oh, there's some raiders that are resenting oh, the fact yeah. that we're building stuff. I did stuff. get them too, yeah. In the Commonwealth. So that's the next thing that happens. Like, you know, the greater gang saying we're treated on our territory. We got to go handle them. So you show up and along with your raiders, uh, you meet with the uh, you meet with the leader there. His name's Sinner. And it's like the Sinner Man or Sinner's Gang or whatever, which. Oh, Sinner Man, where you gonna run to? Great song, by the way, Sinner Man. Love it. Uh, so you can, once again, you can basically intimidate him, tell him to step off, or you can kill him. Nick the, the Cave? <laughs> Nick Cave, we cover it? it. Yeah, he covered it. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, so I put a picture in uh, the Discord of that conversation with Center right there. And, you know, basically intimidate dialogue is you listen closely. This land is ours. Turn around and crawl your ass back under whatever rock you came from right now. And uh, tail between his legs. He did. He turned around and started walking away. And because I'm a good old just Raider, I shot him in the back of the head. And nice. then. Me and the operators, we took down the rest of his gang there. A couple of them were in power armor too. Like they were ready to fight. They were they were not um, wusses. Now, my biggest problem here, you might recall that I mentioned uh, last episode, finishing stuff off, that I had run out of ammo for my main guns. <laughs> well, your girl was not smart enough to replenish her ammo because she's been too busy replenishing ammo in Starfield. <laughs> so when I started, I had like 12 bullets for Kellogg's pistol, none for deliverer, and then a bunch for my plasma. So I just I went straight plasma and man, I've got goo piles all over green top. It is now very green top. Green, glowing yeah. green top. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But uh, but that 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 was fun. I just leaning into the raider stuff with the intimidate dialogue and the wow. It, yeah. It, it's different. But it's especially fun for mine because um so you know, uh, my character is a female. Um mm -hmm. and she's wearing the green dress. Um, so she's got on this, you know, just regular green dress um, and the uh, the newsboy cap. And, you know, she's, you know, and 
got this big smile on her face and she's, you know, telling this guy to go take a <laughs> hike. And he's like, okay, okay. He's up. <laughs> It looks all scary. I read it up with Oswald. I've got Oswald's cap and I'm just rocking some hardcore armor. Um, I love the picture you just put of your character, Steve. Uh, Zenith. Yeah, I put the, a picture uh, of Zenith in the Discord. Um, the happy glasses, that face, the tricorn hat. She looks oh, amazing. That's very cool. And as I've been going through, I've been just adding on, like, you know, damage, burns, scars, and not removing any as we went. So she was just. Mm -hmm. Totally mangled, plus all the radiation she was taking. Do you have getting the, more uh, and more radar-esque. Wow, the, that is a that's just a cool look. Do you have the kosher fez sideburns going on there too? That's awesome. <laughs> the what do they call it? Razor hawk. Razor hawk. That's cool. Yeah, that's probably part yeah. of it. Yeah. Yep. And and you see that she's wearing the ten percent speed um, captain's hat, and yeah. also the ten percent speed uh, marine armor arm. Along mm -hmm. with the 10% speed, two legs, so that's 40% speed. She doesn't even need jet. Like, the, she is auto jet. The 10% speed I, glasses. I had to back mine off uh, <laughs> because I was moving so fast, the game was having a hard time rendering in front of me. And so I had a yeah. couple of times where I'd be moving real quick and then just stop. <laughs> It'll do that. That's one of the reasons why we don't have ground vehicles and Fallout are probably Starfield. Yeah. You know, we're all we're all obsessed with going faster. Like you're working on those run abilities in Starfield yeah. too. Yeah. Steve. So yeah, but that's essentially the 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 first settlement. You know, you get there, you then get a feeder settlement. Uh, I didn't do anything for caps. I just mm -hmm. did a feeder for food. And then I stocked other stuff up. I did the take the gang down, made them happy. Um, I didn't have any problems with with my stuff. So, you know, I plopped down Nuka World Radio, plopped down a still, put down the, the pick-me-up. And like I said, they went right to it. It took a while for them to get happy. Like, it's not instant, you know. They started at 88, and then it went down to like 75, 76 while I was doing stuff. And that's where it was hovering. And then once I put that stuff down, like over the next day, basically, uh, just talking to things, going back and forth, doing other quests, ended up getting to 100%. And that's when it said, talk to Shank again. And then you talk to him again, and you can keep on going. Does, so that not, does that one hundred percent also count for the achievement one hundred percent settlement thing? I mean, I had the achievement years ago, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I, if I've ever done that, but I have mods, so I won't. I wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah, this we time won't either. know. Yeah. I I bet it would. That would be cool. Like if the raiders were actually easier, as long as they got on yeah. the drugs, they were happy enough. Yeah. I I don't I don't know. But uh, yeah, so that's all I did, and that's all I've done. Like I did not expect there to be so many stages. There was so much back and forth those first four five bits of this like all the stages to this and then getting stuff done uh it was it was really neat but so i haven't actually launched power play yet just uh setting up those outposts but yeah. the whole fundamentals yeah. are different i want to say we talked about this pre-show a little bit but nuka world there's a lot to it there i we have for years been missing out on a lot of Nuka World content. Like the conversation with the Raiders, the different personalities, all this stuff with Shank, it's really well thought out content that I never saw before. All the dialogue and stuff. So yeah, I, well, I'm enjoying if you, it. If you run the quests for the factions too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, they got a bunch. A They've got a bunch of that. A lot of Radiant quests. Go in, collar someone, bring someone back. <clears throat> I actually did that while we were doing the actual Nuka World Park stuff. Um, I did the <clears throat> operators. We put some people down by uh by the alley there and uh then there was another one where we just needed to teach some people a lesson for the pack never did it for disciples of course because you know f dem disciples but 
<laughs> I touched on that in my last feedback is doing the Radiant Quest, yes, because mm -hmm. there is a achievement for completing at least 12 of those Radiant Quests. Wow. So, and you can only pick up one per faction, so yeah. if you're just doing that, you still have to go back and forth between Nuka World and the Commonwealth <laughs> at least, you yeah. know, three, four times. Gee whiz. Well, I don't know what I did, like 50 or 60 times. Who knows? Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh my Mags and William. Yeah, I, it adds up, Steve. He loves it's that train ride. <laughs> <laughs> I, I started out, and I, I also took, like I said, um, County Crossing. And mm -hmm. then uh, what I did was I went up, and I, uh, I went and I talked to Shank, and he said uh, he offered me, like, when it came to taking – I needed to take a vassal settlement, right? Isn't that your second one? Your first one's a regular yep. raider support one, and then your second one's case. the support mm -hmm. settlement. Yeah. And so um, I, I had pre-prepped a couple of, of settlements, like like Green Top Nursery, and I had had them. So like their food was at 50 and water at 50. Holy shit. And I'd taken cool. away all of their um, defense. And so, <laughs> oh my gosh! You prepped General. them. <laughs> you prepped them. For and being so I knew talker. that. Um, I and so I did that before I took the quest from Shank. Wow! And so then I took the quest from Shank, and then I went and took that as a vassal settlement, so that I so that my raider settlements would have um, tons of food and water. Smart. Um, yeah, I did that to uh, them. That's Green Top Nursery and the co-op. Um, I built that up with all the food and water. And then where's the other one I took? Oh, I took, <laughs> was it ten, 10 Pine? You did Ten Pines Bluff? Okay, yeah. I did Ten sense. Pines Bluff, yeah, which was a Minuteman outpost, but now it's not. And not you got Zamanja right there if you need it for support or whatever. Oh yeah, you know what? I ended up um, taking Zamanja later on as a raider outpost um, when mm -hmm. I was working up to my eight raider outposts. Uh, I had not gone there. I avoided that place because I didn't want Boomer um, shooting me with a <laughs> with a mini nuke or whatever. Mini nuke, yeah. He's a jerk. That guy, he'll, he'll kill you a few times. That, guy. <laughs> that guy's got amazing aim. Um, so yeah, he's he's sniped me so many times yards, in previous yeah. games. He really does. He's like the only raider with bats. He can he can hit you so often. <laughs> I died a lot taking Samanja. Yeah. Um, so that's a fun place. That's very raider-esque. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had built up a couple. You know what I noted was that the game never gave me the option to take uh, uh, Oberlin Station, uh, whether as like a mm. raider or as a vassal settlement, because I had been planning on taking that as a vassal settlement, but um, I had it made up, like with not not as much as like some of the other places, but um, because I realized that it wasn't giving me the option, so eh, who knows? Just it never came up. Um, yeah, yeah, there's so a, completed... there's a few locations that are off the list, mm. <clears throat> like Sanctuary will never show up, Red Rocket won't show up. Um, Warwick, uh, Homestead. Yeah, Warwick, Warwick was grayed out on mine. Like, there were a couple that were grayed out, and I just assumed because I didn't have people living there, or I didn't know why they were grayed out. Yeah, there's some of them Warwick that you just can't. has a, a, um, what, 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 what do you call it when you, they can't be killed? Central? Um, 
essential. Yes, it has a couple of essential um, characters there um, that it won't let you. So it won't let you. That do makes it because sense. They're, yeah, because they're tied to the institute quest. I actually had mm-hmm. the for the second group. I had the ability to target sanctuary. I was surprised about that. Like after doing the first and the support, mm-hmm. I was able to target sanctuary on the list. I'm like, wow, I didn't expect that. Yeah, because they shouldn't be there. <clears throat> they were. They were. It said sanctuary, but not only that. We didn't. We skipped over the most exciting, dramatic moment. Um, you kick out the raiders. You tell. I mean, you kick out the call settlers. You tell them what's what. They start walking, and then on the corner of the screen, Preston hated that. Preston oh. hates <laughs> you. I'm like, oh my god, it was so dramatic. Like, and they just would write to you. He hates you. <laughs> I'm like, Preston hates wow. you. Oh, because it's telling you his inf- affinity level. I get it. Yeah, right. Oh, because I have a mod to I show you're affinity. Joking, so I think but that's... it actually says it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's partly why. But also, before doing all this, I sent Curie home. I sent Dog Meat home because even talking to Shank and telling Shank that I was going to um, I was going to invade the Commonwealth, Curie. Curie disliked that and went down from 100% affinity to 98.5. And I'm like, oh, <gasps> yeah, this dare. is going to get bad, real bad, real quick. So I sent yeah. her to <laughs> Overland. I sent dog meat back to Sanctuary, assuming I would never actually attack it. Get the I, don't able, I don't want to have to look Preston in the eye. Like dog he meat me. pisses on your <laughs> leg. <laughs> yeah, so I think that you would see at least the one thing in the corner, but maybe because I have the affinity mod is why I got the whole hates that, hates you. <laughs> it was just you. such a great double tap. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> Now Preston, yeah. Preston's essential, right? I can't kill him because I got into a firefight with him. I did swing back by sanctuary <laughs> after taking a couple of my settlements, and and yeah, Preston hated me and started shooting at me. Um, I was shooting back, but I don't remember him dying because I probably would have let him die at that point. Yeah, you gotta have a mod. Yeah, to, be, for, to kill him. I ended up running essential. away. I ran up to the, I had gone there to go look for something in the workbench. I was like, oh, is that thing in there? I forget what I was looking for, but it was probably a hangman alley. You need but to get like, him and Longfellow hit each other. Longfellow will show up. Preston and Longfellow <laughs> just going at it forever. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that man, I tell you what. He's, he's temperamental, just, Andrew, that guy. So when you did this, the home sweet home, any differences for you or what was your, what was your plan of attack? I ain't done shit yet. I played shelter instead. <laughs> oh, you! Oh, so you didn't get the quest done? Okay, we talked I about done it. Anything? No. We talked yeah, about it two, three days ago, and I'm like, well, maybe if we just do part, you and I both, and then you're like, no, I'm going to get it done. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't get a chance to. You know, new job, new week, new schedule. But I'm still trying to it's figure a lot. shit out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I'm looking hoping at, looking to get at the to notes, this weekend and so get, Boston get it done Airport, Bunker Hill, the Castle, and the Covenant um, can never be targeted. Um. Sanctuary Hills those and are Finch all, Farm. Those are all quest locks. Yeah, c- can be, uh, depending on certain quest states. So, must be the, where I'm at with the Minutemen. I mean, my character has never gone to the Institute yet. So, maybe that's mm. the quest state. And Finch I haven't farm. locked out other. Um, yeah, Finch Farm with the, uh, you know, the. I think I gave them to the, the pack. Oh. Yeah. Nice. I mean, finches, they like animals. Sure. <laughs> don't make, don't invite any cats over. <laughs> so that is Home Sweet Home, which, of course, after you get all three, uh, leads you to Power Play, unless you were Ray. You, you know, <laughs> went directly to Power Play. Do not collect $200. And uh, you get Shank told, hey, there's word from the 
from Nuka World, right? Uh, Nissa's betrayed us. Is that how it happens? Yep. Okay. Yeah, because only you and Steve have done this part. I haven't done it yet. I've done it. I mean, I've never even done it in the past, but I've seen videos of it done. So. Yeah. So depending on how you've allocated, um, you know, the different parts of the park, mm -hmm. uh, will determine, uh, you know, who who is the the traitor. Right. So and, it has nothing to do with the new settlements you set up. So you might have set up a bunch of raider outposts, even if the uh, gang that doesn't like you got a, most of them, they'll still attack you based on the park allocation. Yeah. Um, and so I had done uh, two for the pack, two for the disciples. Uh, oh, no. So two for the operators and one for the disciples. So for the disciples were pissed attacking. off. And uh, so they they had taken the uh, the power plant. I so didn't give any to the disciples. I gave three to the operators and two to the pack. Yeah, yeah. So um, now they're it, you know they're well trenched in. They're you know they've got snipers on the roof. Um, they've got the place. Uh, you know, coated in uh, explosives. Mm -hmm. um, but so you, you and the other two factions are going to storm the place. Um, so the best thing that happened to me was I died. Um, <laughs> and so I respawned back outside uh, because uh, Mason was running with me. And that dork was constantly walking into the river. Um, and getting in my way and, you know, tipping everybody off all of a sudden, you know, they're throwing grenades. So when I died and went back in, um, <laughs> I could, you know, I could creep up the steps and be two steps away from somebody up above me and they wouldn't see me, uh, because I've got, I think I've got five sneak. Um, and so I was just, jumping, you know, uh, from group to group, cutting them up with my little chainsaw. Looks like putting them fight. in nice, neat uh, packages. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but you have to fight your way through this, uh, uh, this power plant. And uh, there's a few ghouls, not a lot, um, but uh, a lot of, a lot of raiders. Yeah. Uh, uh, and turrets and, you know, all kinds of goodies. So you fight your way through, uh, get to the roof, and uh, then you've got to take out the leader of the group that, uh, that you're fighting against. And uh, that person has the, the key to the power plant on them. And, you know, the other thing was going through you know, because we're playing on legend on uh, survival, every other raider was legendary. I mean, the place was just absolutely crawling with with legendary nice. uh, enemies. There, that place is riddled with so many, you know, two and three star, um, you know, legendary items that I just left <laughs> because I, <laughs> I didn't need them. I didn't want the carry weight and. Uh, so got up to the top, took out uh, Nisa, 
and uh, got the key, push the button, and the fireworks go off. Is this and tied usually to... at, is at this... this point? Yep. I, f I fast travel to uh, Fizz Top Grill. Oh, to see oh, the... no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Not now. And so I had no idea that when you go back through um, the, uh, the plant, it's now crawling with ghouls. Oh, I mean, it's just, it's weird. There's almost as many ghouls as there was uh, raiders. raiders. Really? They spawn back in? Yeah. I never went back there. <clears throat> but it has full power to Nuka World, right? Everything restored. Yeah, everything's powered up. Mm -hmm. You took them out. You got the kitty control room. That is a pretty cool moment. Like when I've seen it done from other people, like yeah. going in there, pressing it, all the fireworks going off, and then finally things lit up. Yeah. And then you can talk to the different raider leaders, right? Um. Yeah, I didn't really have much to say to them. I think they talk about how, you know, um, you know, we need to keep this going. You know, we're bunch not, of raider chest beating. And, yeah, we're not yeah. gonna stop here. And you know, take this powers. to the Commonwealth. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, well, then you go back to Gage, mm -hmm. and uh, he says, "Great job. Get back to work." <laughs> like even though we've established our presence there's still caps out there to be made boss but as long as the caps are coming in the gangs will always have your back yep watch your <laughs> back sad. sneak thief and now all the lights in the different areas are working which it's is the lit best. up it's the best and there's absolutely no reason to go back and look at them no you're done <laughs> but you can there are things that open up like uh, if you if you talk to them so like I've done it, you know, before the open season. There are rides that are available now and things you can power and yeah. use. Like, like it's a uh, functional. I think there are even some locations. Like, if you wanted to get the quantum power armor, this would be easier now that the power's on. You know, to go back in. And I think it's the properly. only way to get that. It's the only right. way, unless you have jump. Yeah, pack, unless right? mods change um, things. Yeah, yeah. Or a jetpack like I have. Yep. And then you can go to the roof and get that last star core. Mm -hmm. Now I was going to say, how does this relate to star cores? And is this now when you get access to? the red rocket settlement there, yep. which you therefore you're finished. So you're leaving nuclear world. You're not coming back. Okay. Now, now you can have a settlement here. Finally, right. that's, that's their draw to get you to keep coming back to nuclear world. Oh, you have a set. Preston says, Oh, Hey, there's a settlement that needs your help. We just opened it up over by nuclear world. Get back there. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, speaking of that, Nuka quantum armor, um, I was cruising around with a uh, uh, DJ radio guy, Travis, and mm -hmm. uh, he ended up jumping into that quantum nice. armor uh, when I was clearing out Galactic Zone. That's fun. Um, I was bummed. I died. He lost he it. He never Aww. went back in. Uh, I, was, I thought it was going to be fun because I knew I wasn't going to run around with it. So I was like, oh. And you can't command Travis him to. Finally, yeah. yeah, Travis finally picked up his power armor. It is so hard. So he will to, jump yeah. into that well ahead of when you can get it yourself. It is so hard to deck that guy out. Like you try to give him equipment, you drop it at his feet and he won't pick stuff up or whatever. You turn your back for two seconds and he has a mini nuke and he's in power armor. You're like, where did you get that, dude? That's awesome. Good the job. The Travenator. Yeah. yeah, but you drop what was weapons funny. He was his feet. He won't grab it. He had a gamma gun he was shooting everybody with. I'm like, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's awesome. I love those things. He's a secret <laughs> Beast. They look cool. <laughs> I I can't ever make use of a gamma gun, but they look neat when other people are shooting them. 
So that is it. That is the end of Nuka World. Beauty. Take it over. You can you can obviously keep doing the radiant quests and this and that. Go back to the settlement, and you can't make nice with Preston unless you're like Ray. I never talked to Preston, in which case you can make nice <laughs> with him if you eventually kill the raiders. Oh, have you done it that way, Ray? Can you go? Like, are they still in the Museum of Freedom? You have to talk fucking... to Preston if that was the case, though. Oh, <clears throat> Lord. That's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, well, I haven't done Sanctuary, so he could still go back there. Yeah. Go talk, yeah, what, go talk to Preston, see what happens. So, <laughs> what happens if you do that? Um, the the way it works, obviously, Preston disavows you. He hates you forever. There's no making up to him. Like even if you talk to him and you go back and you do open season now, kill all the raiders, he's not going to be your friend again. He'll no longer be your companion. He just he doesn't trust you anymore. But if you've never collected him, if you pulled a ray and you never even talked to him, you go to Concord. You go through the whole rigmarole. You put on the power armor. You take out the raiders there. He goes back to sanctuary and he's your buddy. When he gets to sanctuary, he's like what the hell you think I wouldn't hear about what you've been doing? And he gets all mad at you. And he's like, <laughs> you know, I, I know who and what you are now. And, uh, you know, until you take out those friends of yours, we got nothing else to say. Yeah. I just so, saved your ass from the museum, dude. But if you go and take them out then and do open season, come back, Preston will pick up from where you left off and tell you to help out, uh, help out, um, you ten, know, ten rebuild sanctuary <laughs> and all that. And so if you do it that way, you can now do the Minutemen quest and have Preston as an ally, but only if you never talked to him before invading the Commonwealth. If he's already your companion, you invade the Commonwealth, he will no longer be your companion. Crazy. He can be the curator of the museum. Yeah. That's all. There you go. I don't need yeah. him for anything else. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And that's our quest. So, yeah. Those are our quests. We are done with the round table, but next week, if anyone wants to do some feedback, let us know if they've gotten a chance to do yeah. this. Please do. And Steve, yeah, just... my uh Yep, sir, go ahead. I was just gonna follow up follow up and finish this off here. Um the eyes on the prize. I saved that one for last. That's the one with get the tickets. And mm -hmm. I did that, oh. the Nukacade one. Okay. So I went over and I started to go do it. And uh, and I was like, oh man, I have like nine thousand. I'll I'll have this done in no time. And then I realized it's actually a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand, not not ten thousand. <laughs> One hundred thousand. So uh, it actually did take me a few hours. Um, oh lord. And yeah, so I I went and I did the shooting game, um, and I kept plugging away at it. Um, at one point, uh. My game froze, and I hadn't, and and I, I'm in survival <gasps> mode. I hadn't saved, no. <laughs> so I had to, I had to go back and do it again. Pure vanilla survival oh, mode, like oh the worst God. way to ever decide oh, to get all the achievements. Good like not only am I going to get all achievements, I'm going to do it. Like in and now mode. you're playing very hard in Starfield because you just can't resist. I'll probably yeah. I'm playing normal in Starfield. I just people turn it down for shit battles stuff like that. Totally get it. Um, I'm trying not to. You know, I'm I'm learning how to beat it on normal. But if it gets too easy, I'll bump it up too. Because you just you get to a point, you get to a point where you're used to dying now, and you just you know yeah yeah. I I'm a survival <laughs> mode convert. I do hope when survival mode comes to Starfield, if it does, that uh, it's a little bit more lenient than Fallout survival mode. <laughs> like make it a little <laughs> bit kinder. Okay, maybe more like the Skyrim survival mode, but maybe. Right. Um. So I I also I got the Eternium. Is that the one? Because I'd been going back and forth, taking to, to the Commonwealth and and Nuka World, that I ended up getting that quest where you go into the um, 
bumper cars and uh and take on the people who have gone through the mm, yeah what do you call it the cage the, the match gauntlet. The, yeah, the the gauntlet, gauntlet. thank you and yes. they ask you, are you the new, like, you know, are you the new overboss who's going to be fighting people who come through the gauntlet? And you go, yes. And you do it like eight <laughs> times. And then you meet a knight, probably what? like a BOS knight. And he's carrying yeah, like he's this like the level 80 laser. black knight from Skyrim. And there's like the that. ebony knight. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. So I had never gotten that before. No and way. And so I got that this playthrough. I was like, wow, a cool weapon I'm never going to use. Um <laughs> <laughs> but but I got it. Um a set of and so armor. I wanted to say that I got to the eyes of the prize done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. all the Nuka K tickets. Um That's and amazing. I was from shooting. So you got I, you got Diberry, you got all five magazines, you did the hostile takeover, Diberian, you got all of the eight raider camps of the takeover. Commonwealth. I got all eight raider camps. You I made finally, all the I hit yeah, go ahead. yeah, I hit 100% achievements. You got on this all the, run. the Nuka Colas and you did the tickets. Holy mm. shit. Good mm-hmm. job, Steve. That's just amazing. Yeah. A- Amoral Combat is uh, Amoral the name of the class. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And then, and so the, I did this and I, I wrote this down here. Um, I finished it up. I got my last achievement at like 1044 on a Sunday night, and I had to go to work on Monday. <laughs> so I closed the game and without saving, you know, what? you know, no, I closed the game. And then what happened was um, the next day I was like, Oh, I don't have to play fallout. So I fired up uh, my Nexus um, vortex, the software that does the handles mods for um, Bethesda games, because I wanted to maybe go open up Skyrim or something different other than fallout four that I'd been only right. playing for months. living in months mm-hmm. now. Yeah. But then it went and recognized my vanilla game of Fallout because I had disconnected it, and then it like wrote over. So I know that my save for my character is still kind of there if I wanted to, but honestly, I, it wasn't showing up when I uh, it's launched done. Fallout Four, and I just went, oh, you know what? One hundred percent achievement, mic drop, boom, I'm out, it's never done. coming back to it. <laughs> so Get it. I, well. Until I play the game again, because I do love it. But I just meant for this playthrough. No, yeah, y- done. You've you've reached the zenith of your Fallout Four career. Yeah. Sure. You're gonna walk <laughs> into the sunset like the sole survivor in Fallout One. Definitely. <laughs> totally. Very good, Steve. Very impressive, sir. Uh, kudos for uh, a vanilla season of survival mode. You know, there's all sorts of, uh, you know peculiarities with the system of survival mode that we were playing with mods to sort of get around and you sort of braved through it all and rushed on can that's that's just great good job sir all right um, years of practice oh man no kidding well uh that wraps up our quests and steve's achievement run that's awesome. Let's check in with some iguana bits. Jess, what do we have in the way of news this week? Sure. So there was, there was some real news this week, but because the show's going long, I'll keep it relatively short. First of all, Atlantic City has a date, y'all. If you haven't been watching the news, keeping up, uh, just two days ago, they announced a date for the Atlantic City expedition coming to Fallout 76. So it will be launching part one on December 5th. So I thought this was really kind of neat because I'd been talking uh, about how 
initially the first uh, video and reveal on it said it'd be coming early 2024. And I mentioned there's usually a December update. So I thought maybe we'd be getting something from double 11 or what have you in December, just off the community calendar, which is why it's not on the calendar, but there's always been the first week or two of December an update. Turns out we're getting Atlantic city. So they have said that with everything they're trying to add uh, because of the feedback and they know people want more from expeditions than just, uh, you know, just two missions, go clean out every, basically what we got with the pit, which the pit had some cool stuff. It was a neat explorable area. Um, you know, you can travel back and forth from it. Once they got rid of the having to charge your battery every time to get there, Ugh. it became much easier to do. Uh, but that's also after people had had kind of enough of it. So they haven't going back much. So Atlantic City, December 5th. Also, it'll be in the PTS next month. So they're opening the PTS up again, I think October 3rd. Not sure exactly, but that's when we'll get the first look and kind of hear what it's about. Uh, things that we do know they're adding to Atlantic City. They said factions, creatures, missions, rewards, and a casino. So And that's currency. All <laughs> ah, yes, and of course currency. But oh, you know, boy. it may not be anything. It may not be anything beyond what we already get. I think you'll probably still get stamps um, from doing stuff in at least some stuff in Atlantic City. We'll see. But so compare that to what we have for the pit. Um, factions. Technically, we did get two factions uh, with the pit. Creatures. We got trogs. Uh, missions, both of those things, you know, Ashes to Fire and a Union Dudes were both were both missions. Rewards, yeah, we had rewards. Casino, no, that's new. So technically, we had all these, but the casino during uh, during the pit. But they've said a lot to hint that it's much more fleshed out. Additionally, it'll be coming in two parts. So this is part one. And with what they're adding, I imagine we're getting NPCs with quests, relationships, some persistent information, and hopefully uh, a larger map, you know, a larger explore map. Yes, it's still an expedition, which means it's instanced. But all an expedition means is you're getting in a vertebrate, you're going to a different place, and you're playing there. If you log out when you're there and log back in, you'll still be there. That's true with the pit, even though people mostly didn't do that. And it'll be true here. So if there's more to do, there's more reason to do that. Also, you can go back and forth more easily, as we know. So... I'm very hopeful for it. Uh, we just got two, three weeks before we get a good look at what's coming for people in the PTS. And hopefully between this update and the next, we get ourselves a good solid chunk of content. Ray, is that enough to make you hop back into 76 to check that out on the test server? Um, Yeah, I probably will. I think I've got okay. the test server loaded on one of my machines. Nice. And if you don't do the test, you can jump in and stream it with us like we did for the pit. We will uh, go through and do the first couple missions maybe as a show. <laughs> that hey, a that'd be fun. Uh, also, I would jump back in to start like a new character for like a round table or something. But that I wouldn't go back out now right now. Excellent. Otherwise. There, There is there's been so much added to 76. I may have slowed down finally playing the last couple months, but there's some neat stuff there the new events and creatures and everything i mean it, it's been really fun uh but i'm having a whole new area that's a little more exciting so we'll see how that goes the whole new area it's called space <laughs> yes indeed um fire and energy damage so we know uh, people have been reporting since around the time that we got the agua and the um, blue devil that 
fire damage and energy damage from robots has been off the chart. People are melting, doesn't feel like fireproof is working properly, blah, blah, blah. Uh, robots doing a lot more damage than they used to. Uh, and turrets, laser sharks, oh my goodness, dangerous. Running a silo is definitely a real gauntlet now. Um, so they are looking, not not just looking into it, but they've said they are specifically going to address uh, rebalancing fire and energy damage in a future update. Good. The chances are good that we will see the calibration of that in the PTS too. So we should get feedback on how that is. So if you've avoided playing because you feel like your build's not working anymore, hopefully that gets rebalanced. Um, and they're that'll gonna, be in the PTS. They're going to rebalance uh, it, but accidentally make it harder. <laughs> well, that's kind of what they just did, right? <laughs> By kind of fixing and rebalancing some damage. <sighs> Initially, they nerfed us a bit hard, and then they recalibrated like they always do it in two parts and it always seems like nerfing comes first no mm -hmm. idea why it happens that way yeah. uh, but uh, also in addition to the damage issues with fire and energy uh, we haven't been able to craft the union dude's power set and uh, the auto axe uh, even if you unlocked it you haven't what? been able to craft some of it in the skins really? so they're going to be fixing that again yeah oh. have you tried to do it in the last uh, like two months no not not recently but that's interesting weird it's a problem yeah they're busted at the crafting stations so we are going to yeah there we go green dragon chat saying hope they fix the armor weapon plans we lost the plans to build yeah exactly and uh, so there there are a couple things that aren't working they're gonna they're gonna try to fix all that i already mentioned the atom shop this week with the palace set it's a really cool build set i haven't built a camp like seriously in a couple months or you know actually you know what that's not true technically in august when i logged in i did work on one of my gardens for a bit and work on one of my camps for a little bit <laughs> Can't help and i yourself. did work on my brick house when we got the new like kitchen set with the counters and the cabinets even if i'm not playing as much i jumped in and you better believe i spent a couple hours <laughs> playing with kitchen stuff and and all that it was it was a good time you know i i went and took a uh, took a look at those uh, pieces, and they look—they do look amazing. Um, I think they'd look really good in the ash heap on top of one of those glowing spots. Personally, I think that would look really good. Ooh, that is a good idea. Because there's that whole—I mean, there's like that little welcome to hell trench that's actually kind of near close to Nuka World now. But there's a really great glowing red trench that I've never been mm. in. Yeah. And some of those pieces would really reflect interestingly. That gold would reflect well. Even the uh, small trench near Murgles, if you go down the hill a little bit in that in that gully. Wow, that's a good idea. Okay, cool. Um, I We're going to make this quick because I don't have a whole lot of info up, and this could be a big discussion. But I did mention at the top of the show I wanted to talk about the leaks a little bit. Uh, the leaks we have from Microsoft. Now, how did this happen? Uh, if you don't keep up with gaming news, you do know, of course, about the Microsoft Activision Blizzard King acquisition. Mm -hmm. Well, while a lot of that's settled, they're still working stuff through with CMA, which, by the way, word just came today that they're near a conclusion with the CMA, too, on the new compromise thing for cloud rights. Um, there's still a, a fact-finding stuff. There's still documents that need to be filed. And on Tuesday, a uh, an email was filed uh, with public documents uh, linked to the public site for the for the case where it is and uh, that email had attached a bunch of non-redacted documents so it was it was from what i understand uh an error on microsoft side it was not the ftc or the court this time however it's possible that the person at microsoft uh posting the email and, and uploading the information didn't realize it was a public side they thought it was you know part of one of the private sides not the public side but it was public documents weren't redacted so there were a gosh, like 72 or 81 pages, something divisible by nine. But <laughs> there were um, <laughs> there were a lot of documents there uh, 
that had some really interesting stuff. And I mentioned that some of it had to do with uh, Bethesda. So what is that about? What am I talking about? Well, the one thing that probably has come through to you if you paying attention is that there is more official confirmation word of an Oblivion remaster and a Fallout 3 remaster. So this is huge, uh, obviously. I mean, for us, this is like the biggest news you can get. Now, there was the leak three months ago uh, from the one person who worked at the studio and left who was saying my company is uh, working on an Oblivion remaster with a code name. But besides the fact that they could verify his employment at the company, we didn't know whether or not what he was saying was correct. But it was a good rumor. At the time, I poo-pooed it a little bit because, and a number of other people did, because of the fact that reworking with the engine would be it's a tough thing to remaster out of Gambrio. And uh, you'd have to more like remake it. And it's quite the undertaking to be done outside of Bethesda itself uh, with a separate studio. However, uh, then I believe later that week it came out that when I got to read the actual post he had done on, I think it was Reset Era, that they were doing a layered approach where Gambrio was going to be the engine behind it still, but they were running it as an un an unreal um, rendering layer. So essentially all the visuals and textures and a lot of the information would be coming from Unreal, but it would be controlled with the brains from an updated Gambrio underneath. And that seemed more that seemed way more viable, which made it seem possible. And now this coming out uh, with the whole, it's basically a forecast of their games for the next four years from 2020 to 2024, like what they're working on fiscal year, by the way. So that's about, you know, four months behind normal. Um, they had both listed both an Oblivion remaster and a Fallout 3 remaster. So, yeah, incredible. Uh, I would consider this confirmation the Oblivion remaster is happening, whether it's a remake or remaster, and they just used the wrong word, we don't know, but I think it's what we heard. However, I would caution people seeing all these hyperbolic articles saying Fallout 3 remaster confirmed, Fallout 3 remake confirmed. That on this sheet, they had Oblivion, you know, originally scheduled for hoping to get it out, um, what was it, fiscal year 22, so that would be early 2023. It would be out by now, and the original plan, this is pre-COVID, of course, they drew this up. And they had the Fallout 3 remaster uh, listed, like, fiscal year 2024 end, uh, which would mean, you know, about a year and a half, two years from now. I would say that the one is dependent on the other. And we'll see how the Oblivion Remaster does if it comes in on time, because we're already behind schedule with COVID delays and this and that. If it does well and the same studio is doing it and they hit their timeline, their goals outside of the delays we've had, then we probably will see it. But I wouldn't count on it at this point because this is a past document, you know, from early 2020 and not current document and plans change. But the fact that they were even thinking of it, guys, I mean, how exciting is that? I I I was listening to a podcast called The Fallout Feed, and I heard Jess promise that they were coming out with a remake. I think is what I heard. <laughs> yeah, just now. That's what um, you said just she, now. She yeah, definitely just now. said yeah. that. Yeah. I, um, I never I played Oblivion, that. so that would be fun because I'm not likely to go back and play something on you know that old at this point. Um, mm -hmm. And Fallout Three, I really enjoyed playing it. Um, as a part of the round table, um, but it would be amazing to play with um, newer technology. Yeah, modern, yeah. So, modernize it a little bit. Yeah, it'd be real fun. I am still looking forward and hearing to what they're doing with Fallout 4, but... Right, the Fallout 4 next-gen update, and that would be being done, as far as we know, Fallout 4 next-gen is being done internally 
uh, at Bethesda. So, which I'll try and temper my excitement on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping for something like a you know Skyrim special edition with all the um, Creation Club stuff. You know, I That's think that'd what be I'm really expecting. fun to have it built in and actually working all together. Yeah, that'd be amazing. A slightly updated engine and all these creations they've been having because they haven't released a creation for Fallout 4 since what late 2020, early 2021. It's been like it was the one they did the Capital Wasteland one, yeah. Wasteland Mercenaries was 2020, yeah. So Mm. I think that was the last one. So that that's exciting. Anyway, yeah, I would love a Fallout 3 remaster. Hopefully, it happens, but Oblivion remaster first. Um, and given the timeline. Even if, say, COVID added a two-year delay and we would have the Oblivion remaster like, you know, six months ago or so, maybe we'll hear more about it within the next year. And uh, Fallout 4 Next Gen update, hopefully not too long. I know they're working on Starfield, but, you know, people are excited for that too. So got all that. The only other thing I wanted to mention on this list besides the, you know, don't count your chickens is uh, there's a lot of stuff on here and some of it has already come to pass. So, for instance, what they had for 2021 was, uh, you know, Doom Eternal and DLC came out. Fallout Wastelanders came out. Deathloop came out. Like, these were on time. Okay. Uh, Then you get into 2021. uh, Starfield, obviously, delayed. (laughs) Um, Redfall, obviously delayed, but has come out. Both of these have come out now. Doom Eternal DLC, all that happened. Ghostwire Tokyo, all that happened. Fallout Worlds for Fallout 76 came out. Interesting to think that uh, Custom Worlds for Fallout... On the roadmap for late 2021, we actually got it late 2021. So that was less delayed than the other things on this list. So good job. (laughs) Good job on that one for 76. Uh, Keeping on going down, you know, for the next year, fiscal year, once again, 2022. Again, these are a couple months behind because fiscal year. You have the Oblivion Remaster. Okay, hasn't happened. Indiana Jones game. We know they're working on it. Hasn't happened. And Starfield DLC. So that stuff should be around next year. But the fact that we know that they were working on this and had it on their list, these are all good. But it's once you get to uh, 2023 and 2024 that you then say, okay, they must be working on these projects to have them on the list, but that could change. So things like uh, Doom Year Zero, next Doom game, that could be awesome. Project Kestrel, Project Platinum. We don't know either of those are yet projects, right? Um, Elder Scrolls Six. Year end 2024. Skyrim 2? Really? <laughs> yeah, Skyrim 2. Uh, we know that's not going to be till probably 2027 or 28 the earliest, but but we'll see. Once again, this is their optimistic list pre-COVID. Uh, but the last thing I wanted to mention is if you go to the mobile side, so they do list a lot of mobile games here. And when this was made, uh, they have Fallout Shelter Online on there for 2020, uh, which is basically when it came out, 2019, 2020. Uh, It didn't ever come here. But then they have like four other things listed with project code names or planned titles. And the only things we've gotten, we've gotten, um, we had Blades, I think would have been one of these on the list early on. Uh, That's probably Project Whirlwind was Blades. Uh, We have Project Ubu. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. And Project Wanderer. Okay, Project Wander sounds very wastelandish. We haven't gotten a new mobile game involving the uh, Fallout all yet, so maybe there's something on there. Maybe my vindication about when they were changing the rights and pulling down the site for Fallout Shelter Online, discontinuing because they might bring it to us, is still going to happen just a year later than we were thinking. No way. Uh, I'm so I'm feeling that. vindicated. 
I'm hoping. Uh, we've also had Mighty Doom. So Mighty Doom could have been Project Ubu or one of the other planned titles on the list. But we know they had an unannounced mobile game. Todd said as much in his interview with Lex Friedman. And uh, it, it came up, actually, I think it came up in an interview with GameSpot too. We, we know that there are unannounced uh, mobile titles. So that is no doubt the case. And the fact they've got like four or five listed on this sheet. Yeah, I don't know. I get excited. It's going to be a uh, Starfield mobile Starfield uh, Snap. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Trading card. It'll be the um, the uh, what do you call it? Hacking uh, pick. Oh, I was pick I was just I was just thinking that if Starfield. that if that was an app, I would sit and play that game a lot. The digital I've been lock hearing is that fun. a lot. Yeah. Thinking ahead, like planning on it, being like, oh man, these three fit, but which one will I need to put in order to get the other one? <laughs> My strategy is to like always pick the most complex one that actually works. Right. Yeah. Pick the that one with the most pieces solid. and the weirdest positions. See where that one fits, and then base the rest of them off of that. That's yeah, that's what I. Do. So I've I've started, um, you know, putting them all in place, um, so that I have the whole lock solved before I start the yes. first piece. Right, Match them get them up. get nice. them all situated, and then one by one put them in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then when you get up to the higher locks, uh, you just make a note. <clears throat> about you know which uh which keys you use mm -hmm. um you know so i need one you know four and three for the first level because yeah, there, there'll be a couple that you don't use in those other yeah. level ones yeah yeah i haven't had many failures it's it's worked pretty well for me i mean every once in a while i gotta undo like every few but i'm up to like 60 digipics i think so i struggled okay. on, wow i've struggled on a couple master locks so I only um, unlocked the ability to do master um, like two days ago. I haven't, I've come across maybe one. Yeah, I haven't been able to do master long, which is bothersome because in the Mars facility, I came across no less than three master locks I wanted to get into. Yeah. What's, go back. what's between advanced and master? I think I'm at level master. three. Expert. You expert. have a okay. novice, advanced, expert, master. I think in that order. Yep. Oh, also like tiers of, of items. Like, a lot of stuff there's i mean there are wikis starting for starfield but they're not very in-depth yet so we're just kind of figuring it out all out together it seems to be like with gear you've got your regular gear then calibrated then refined then advanced right those are like the the four tiers oh uh, they should have picked a different word than yet. advanced because advanced is already one of the tiers in lock picking that's not right don't just pick a different word damn it and don't make it the top level on one <laughs> and the second level on a different scale that don't do that well, that's that's what I've found so far. So we'll we'll see how the gear keeps going. I'm sure yeah. there are higher tiers because I'm only level 27. You know, it's uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, I got. I've been so close. So as you know, I haven't been to Tequila City or um or Neon yet, and I've been so close to Tequila City. Tequila. I even I have Sam on my ship now. But every time I think I'm going to do it, I do something else. I'm like, I'm deliberately avoiding it. The other day, I wanted to talk to Sam and said, no, that's when I went and explored like five or six more systems to get my 20. Like, I'm just, oh, I do have four powers, which, you know, I know we're not talking too deep about it yet, but I'm annoyed. I'm trying to avoid powers, but even without talking to Vlad to learn about more, they seem to just happen. Like, I seem to go into a system and stumble upon it. And I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, but. Jess, you gotta you gotta go to Tequila City if you want to join the dance crew, the freestyle collective. <laughs> that's a, that's my new dance crew. Freestyle dance so, collective. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, you carry cardboard yeah, totally. boxes with you. Yeah. 
But do you guys find that with powers too? I know we're going to wrap because we've talked enough Starfield, but have you guys yeah. found that with powers? That I just, I just started to scratch the surface so that I think I've, uh, I'm lined up to get my second one. Okay. See, I've, after I got, go on, Andrew. So I've collected like eight powers and I've only ever loaded one. And that was accidentally in the city mm-hmm. with a bunch of people standing around and they were not a fan of that. Every, I, everyone <laughs> turned hostile all of a sudden and started fighting me and was like, whoa, hey, 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 wait Depends a second. on the one you use. Yeah, yeah. that's um. They did not like it. So I think I've you can only get seven temples. for different things. Seven temples per game, I think it is, either six or seven. But it just, I was worried that getting too many powers would kind of advance my game, but it still seems to be story-based. But they land on my lap. I go to a system and then it's like, boom, check out the power on Proxima 3 or check out the power on, um, you know, whatever the pup planet is. Like, I was yeah. so mad. And I'm like, wait, I'm not even going to Vlad. I've never gone to Vlad once and I've got four powers. There you go. But I can't. I use it. I use one that lets you see life forms around you. So oh, I love uh, that one. Barry Mentats. Cool. Uh, it's like Barry Mentats. Yeah. Although they can tell when you're using it. So if you use it, the people are like, oh, what? Someone's somebody's, looking at me. You know, somebody's yeah. looking at me. Um, and the oxygen one, I use that. And a fun one is like the gravity one to pull people in. That's the one like I accidentally... gravity spot, and they all go... Yeah, I accidentally did that. Hilarious. They, they didn't like yeah. it. <laughs> they didn't like that at all. <laughs> and then you do that in a crowd, and then throw in a grenade, and they all... Oh, smart. Yeah. Yeah. Tactical. Right. Have you found, I know you haven't done powers much yet, but, um, oh, sneaking. So you tend to place a lot of your characters sneaky. I know you're doing variety, but are you finding that you're very easily detected? Because I'm having trouble stealthing. I've only got level two stealth, but I'm having a rough time of it. And I heard, um, I was actually, I was listening to uh, the Starfield lore cast over on Robots Radio. I was listening to them and I want to give credit where credit's due. Uh, and it was mentioned that taking off your spacesuit, like if you actually remove your spacesuit, the game knows you have it on. It's like wearing heavy armor. You yeah. become much harder to detect. Has that right. been the case? Yeah. You know, the, oh my goodness. I hear yeah. the rustle, 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 rustle. I never have it. I never have it show, you know, because a, right. a lot of environments you need your spacesuit. Yeah. Um yeah, I I picked that up when I started the uh Ryujin uh quest line. Because there's right. a ton, so ton of sneaking stealth. on that one. Um but yeah, it's uh you know <sighs> I I do love sneak, but so I've been doing sneak with my um, melee character Mm -hmm. and it's, it's frustrating because in order to, the only way to advance the, the um, sneak skill is to um, 10 sneaks kills. Yeah. Yeah. Sneak. Well, sneak attacks. Um, you you don't you don't necessarily have to kill them, um, you just have to um, to sneak attack them, and so you end up having to use a gun uh, with a silencer on it uh, to be able to do it effectively. Because until you have incredibly high sneak, you can't get close. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. never sneak up on anybody close enough to hit them with a sword. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Um, wow. So. 
it uh and if, yeah, if it, you're... It, it's a little bit challenging from that perspective but once you do get it ranked up you know then uh if your ranged weapon is not silenced does it not count as a sneak attack it it does but you then only every, get one then you only get one okay um what i like to do is get on top of a building <laughs> um, with a bunch of you know uh, spacers or pirates or some down, down below. below, take a shot and um, hide. Wait for you to go back to hide, yeah, hidden, and then do it again. They, and they, again. You never get any more than caution, and even if you're just in caution, you can still get a sneak hit. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I might and try so it that way. you sneak up to the edge, pop somebody, sneak back. Yeah. They're you know they they kind of like what, and then go right back to to normal. And if you're using a silenced weapon if they're spaced far enough apart they they don't all go aggro yeah Um, i just so you can you can bang it away pretty quick if you just use guns sneak up shoot back up shoot back up i just don't use guns is the only problem right so i I can't can't advance my sneak yeah so i'll probably have to hop out of my spacesuit and do sneak oh, attacks. Well, no, because I, I, you can sneak around people. You just can't get too close. You're very easily detected. So I yeah. have gotten plenty of sneak kills Am in I... my spacesuit, but I've got a, a weapon from a distance that, yeah. I'm, that I'm using. Uh, I do I... have one suppressed weapon. I might hop out of my spacesuit just to see the difference in the yeah. detection, just to see what what happens Yeah, just there. make sure you're inside of a building. <sighs> oh, come <laughs> on. You, you like air. You, you like breathing. <laughs> oh gosh i panic before i learned how to hide things or even take stuff off like there are some quests where you take a suit off and just accidentally leave the shelter and oh it's horrible <laughs> oh yeah yeah the, uh, when i first started the number of times i left and you know got out of the ship at mars mm-hmm. and you know all of a sudden it starts you know alarm alarm <laughs> caution alarm. caution caution will rogers well, that wraps up our bits, and I think most of the show. All right. I think that does wrap up the show. Is there anything else that anyone would like to talk about before signing off tonight? I'm going to go start a potato farm on Mars. <laughs> Are you going to use your own poop as fertilize- fertilizer there, yep. Steve? Atta boy. I love Solarum that. Solarum tuberosum. I haven't uh, seen it nearly as much as you, but I know that's one of your comfort films that you uh, and your wife <laughs> like to watch over and over. But I totally. will, I will um, uh, also underline that uh, The Martian is a pretty kick-ass film. So everyone go out it's there good. and check it out. Uh, all right, then. So you can um, check out Steve over there on Twitter at his weird title that I will let him identify for us. I don't know. Find me in the Discord under yeah. Dis- Pit Boy Steve. That's just better. Discord's better. Pit Boy Steve. Yeah. All right, Steve. And uh, thanks so much for Discord. all. Yeah. Thanks so much for all of your uh, hard work on our character generators. We owe this roundtable project to you. So thanks a lot for your work, sir. Yes. Uh, yep. No worries. And you can find Jess over there on Twitter at. I almost said you wastelanders. Uh, you space landers. No. Um, she is sleep <laughs> is for tea. And also. There and Dame on the blue Sudan. sky. Blue sky. All right. Check her out over there too. Ray, have you hopped on to a new and different uh, social media recently with new <laughs> and different names? 
uh no and but it, uh discord is definitely about the only place you'll get any kind of a, a response from or uh, our facebook group yeah facebook group facebook he used group. to he used to post cute pictures of his paludarium and his frogs and stuff i haven't seen an update in, on your cute frogs in a long time ray you need to post some pictures of your your geckos and stuff man You're leaving me hanging uh so uh you can write Ray on Twitter at RayLB. You probably won't hear back from him. Uh, so just check us out in the Discord then. I am at Indie Android. The show is at the Fallout Feed. Find us in Discord. I'd like to thank everyone for downloading this edition of the Fallout Feed. And we will see you in the wasteland. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. If you are interested in doing a play-along character with us, the show can be contacted by emailing falloutroundtable at gmail.com. For the roundtable schedule, our Amazon link, and all other show information, please head on over to asapodcasting.com, where you will find the Fallout feed, a Skyrimatic podcast, our YouTube channel, the Chatterbox, as well as other content. Once again, thank you for downloading, and we'll see you in the wasteland. Great double tap. Goo piles between his legs. Come across chunks, snap back. Take a load of this. My favorite cock. Blaine's brains banging out. What's the mass on those puppies? Oh, oh. Fire the next shot. Never run out of juice. You can smoke anything. On a regular joint. I like to pick up my settlers and bars. I was going to go to town. Mac daddy. Impressive. If you connect two units together, bumped up against, end up with two units. You can lose an entire unit. I'm trying to think if I've ever been a whale. Then you're a whale. Yeah, this is out of control.